0: A Disney Channel Movie Let's watch A Disney Channel Movie everybody, welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call a podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas.
1: And me, Emma.
0: And we are here today to discuss the Disney Channel... Attempt. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Radio Rebel.
1: Guys, what the fuck was this? What did I, I watch? I went what into this. What did you all make me watch? And better yet, what did the Chinese federal agents <laughs> that runs my TikTok make me watch? I am horrified.
0: I went into this film... With no expectations. I went
1: into this film with a will to live, and I left it without one.
0: (laughs) I went in with no expectations. I had heard it was very popular on TikTok or whatever. And I knew, I know one person who actually likes this movie genuinely. Um, So I was like, all right. Well, Are they let's...
1: going through stuff? <laughs> I
0: don't know. According to them, it was- Check, beca- it's I a
1: tough time, guys. I'm
0: check not, in. I'm, I'm not gonna say their name to protect their identity. <laughs> guys, but
1: it's a tough time. Check in with the ones you love. Make sure that they're not watching Radio Rebel. According According to them,
0: it was because they didn't get Disney Channel. And like, so when they would go over or to their aunt's house, wherever we did have it, this was all they could watch.
1: So it was a scarcity mindset. It was, it was a scarcity mindset because a what mindset like a scarcity mindset. A
0: scarcity. Okay. I thought you were saying Scarzetti, and I was like, who? <laughs> um, but, yeah. You
1: know, EP, Antonio <laughs> Cascetti. So, yeah, we he watched. Produced, directed, starred.
0: We watched Radio Rebel, which, fun fact, is not on Disney Plus. It's only on Netflix, which Im- makes sense to me because I Good. think Disney he's does. embarrassed. <laughs> Disney is embarrassed. You know of how this. when you
1: do something bad and you hide it somewhere where your name's not on it? Yeah. That's what they did with this movie. Mm-hmm.
0: And it, there's, I don't think there's many marks on it that pointed as a Disney Channel original movie on the Netflix no. version. No. They
1: wiped it this, this is a bad
0: one guys We
1: paused it As we watched it together We paused it I have to say At least until the midway point At least every five minutes Five to ten five minutes five, right? Every five say, to ten yeah. minutes We would have to pause it Because they would say something Or something would happen That was so insane That we couldn't write fast enough To yeah. keep up with how quickly Or the movie we just was needed moving.
0: to take time To comprehend What had just happened What just what happened just, what How it, we felt
1: What they had said Because again Debbie Ryan A beautiful woman But those I, big thick lips Like the words were getting lost And I, they were slipping on lip gloss well you, you've
0: hit the number one nail on the head on this which is there were a lot of victims in the creation of this film me and Emma are among them anyone who's really seen I guess, it anyone... I think <laughs> but I think perhaps the greatest among them is Debbie Ryan Debbie Ryan is better than this movie she deserves better but than...
1: okay but uh, to be fair for context if you're not on the tick of the talk on TikTok the my, tick favorite, of
0: the talk, uh... my
1: favorite thing at, that I watch uh, indiscriminately for three hours a night this movie kind of blew up on TikTok not out of genuine like love and nostalgia or no, like a lot of other <laughs> things came back on TikTok, you know there was like high school musical stuff this was more like let's just rip debbie ryan a a big fat new one for being bad at acting um and it was just people taking scenes from this movie and redoing them with like her insane facial expressions so i don't want to let her off no this is a large organized crime and she definitely played a part i'm gonna make i'm gonna and no jury would not convict her
0: i'm making gonna jump two points off of that number one is I don't think Debbie Ryan, you can point the finger solely at her no, for this. No, trend, despite no, despite the fact that she is the main character, but she is making she has made some insane acting choices for this yes. film. And as we say, we I don't know if it was the director spurring this on. I don't know if it was maybe in the she scripts. just had
1: absolutely nothing to work with, and so she was like, "I gotta bring something to this shit." And what she brought was deranged for Nan- lack Nan- of a Nan- better. Manic <laughs> um,
0: the second <laughs> thing, <manic> the second <laughs> thing I want to jump off of that, which is TikTok, please stop bringing back Disney Channel original movies. That's our job, and I feel like they're hoarding in on our territory a little bit. Uh, if you listen to this show, please go and tweet something nostalgic about this Channel original movies and say, d comedy podcast made me think of this, and what a fun meme!" You can does, tell I understand don't you the Don't think internet. me and
1: Luke should do like a TikTok dance. No, like a I, that's show. not.
0: I would. I would do. I would do like an acting out of a thing on TikTok. I would not do a dance. Okay, I would. Right. I will compromise with all you on all that right, one. All right. um, but yeah, before we get into it. A, we have the smallest trickle in a Disney Channel news to talk about. It won't take very long, which is that... Disneyland
1: we, opened and Mickey is dead. Well, no, Disney World <laughs> opened. And, and Goofy is and dead. Said,
0: I, it was a bad move. Listen, <laughs> we've always said here that we love Disney, but they make some horrible and sometimes downright garbage decisions.
1: Much that, like all the decisions they made in the movie That's radio. That's It's really a microcosm of the
0: Disney Corporation in and of itself. So yeah, they did open Disney World despite the fact we're still in the middle of the Was pandemic. Was
1: actually the piece of news? No, okay. I, I
0: mean, we might as well touch on it. Bad move, bad moves all around. The piece of news is that we are getting a new Phineas and Ferb movie coming directly to Disney Plus, which I think has been a long time coming. They've kind of been teasing Phineas and Ferb and some of their other stuff, that Milo Murphy's Law show and other stuff and like, Phineas' voice actor on Twitter has been, like, getting really back into the spirit of things. So I'm glad they're just bringing them back. It seems going to be mostly about Candace, though, which, get Esha Tisdale, get that money. Get, get it. Get those checks, girl. Get those checks. Um, But, yeah, hopefully it's pretty good. I uh, I think I remember kind of liking the Phineas Infergency Channel original movie, which we'll cover eventually. So if it's of that quality, I think it'll be good. Anyway... Let's start talking about this film, even though I don't want to.
1: We better get started because I have upwards of 3,000 things to say. I have a
0: lot of notes. I well, actually, no, that's not true. I don't have a lot of notes because, like I said, there were times where I just couldn't write. Yeah, enough, by the end, I, I literally
1: just, said to you, this movie has broken. Me. I just
0: couldn't keep up with all the things that were going on. And so, we're. And also, I. This is probably the first movie that's ever happened where I was watching the film, and I was like, I, I can't comprehend how I'm going to describe what is What, going what, what I'm
1: on. watching. What it's, I'm it's,
0: watching. It's going to be rough, because I fully don't comprehend it myself, really, It's like think trying about
1: to it. explain, like, material physics to, like, someone who has never heard of the concept. No, or, or just something. trying me
0: to get to explain it, because I don't understand uh, yeah, material physics. Me like me either. So, it opens with a broadcast by Radio, Radio Rebel. Rebel.
1: And here's who the thing. Who sounds- from the jump like a Gossip Girl ripoff even though it's not mm-hmm. but it's like hey guys it's me Radio Rebel like you ex- kind of expect her to be like I saw B walking to get S like it's that little like sultry like Kristen Bell thing where she's like ever wonder you know what it's like to not be in a group or deal with labels and within three seconds of this goddamn movie starting we see the terrible trope of them walking past these mm-hmm. similarly dressed kids in cliques and labels and it was like everybody's just labeled to this high school. You know, the freaks, the outcast, the... Nerds. The ner- Is there nerds? There's, there's nerds. There's, there's, one, there's nerds. one nerd. There's one is nerd like, and
0: he's possibly my favorite character but not really. Who They were like, how do we depict that this guy is a nerd? Should he be playing video games? Should he be working on a calculator? No, he just drives a remote control car around.
1: You know. Also, this school's obscenely large. Why mm-hmm. is there only one nerd? Couldn't I, he have some nerd friends?
0: That's what I'm saying but here's the, a phrase that came up a lot in my rewatch. You know, like people in high school Yeah, like, yeah. yeah you're like, you know, like people in high school you know the one nerd who drives around an you rc how car you know people play
1: with toy cars in yes, high school. you know like
0: people in high school also you're saying it's she sounds like gossip girl no she sounds like debbie ryan yeah well like,
1: yeah they say she uses a voice uses a
0: voice modulator, and it doesn't sound exactly like debbie ryan
1: it's debbie ryan doing a gossip girl voice yes it's, it's, it's not Ryan. I mean, her voice like, hasn't changed
0: this is De- this is debbie ryan right here this is Debbie Ryan Doing Radio Rebel Yes That's It's just, that's just that it's
1: intonation it's There was t-
0: no technology No chopping No screwing Also at one point She says that Report cards came out And she got a minus In participation
1: what, First know, of all You know like high
0: school You know they That's
1: a kindergarten grade. That's a
0: kindergarten What's well, a kindergarten thing To be graded on One There's
1: two, no class Called participation
0: No And they well, assume it's Your participation in class But two But what class uh, All of them I suppose But uh, two why is it a letter grade? Why not an A plus through F? and minus? It's just plus and minus. That's nothing. I know
1: you guys like, are stressed about these fucking MP3 players, but you're not going to get into oh, college God, with that I shit.
0: I don't even want to get there yet. <laughs> thing, the thing we can get on immediately, and because it's rare- This is where
1: we paused it. This yeah, is where We paused it within three seconds. Pretty minute, much. said this. She's doing the label rundown, mm-hmm. and then we see the stereotypical bitchy girl. Well,
0: hang on. The thing I want to point out before we get to the labels exactly is that I looked, again, three seconds in the movie, and they show these groups of people- and I could tell that these people are all dressed insanely. Oh, and I was like, to
1: call that out. Exactly.
0: I was like, if I can notice that no one in their right mind in high school would dress like this, I'm sure Emma was having an aneurysm next to me.
1: I was absolutely losing my mind. And it was actually moving too quickly for me to make notes of everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. But it felt like this movie, do we ever get an answer when this thing came out?
0: I looked it up, but I don't remember what it said. But it
1: feels like 2003. 2000- Three shit its pants all over every single one of these kids. I know it was 2012. It felt so much older than that. It Well, it did. In terms of clothes. It, first... in, in terms of
0: clothes and in terms of the general, like, I feel like we've seen this opening in, like, so many decoms or even just, like, teen movies where it's like, this is my high school. I don't really fit in with any of these people. And, like, here's a panning shot of all the groups, like we were saying. I feel like this is around, if not already deep into when Disney Channel kind of started to lose its touch with its Disney Channel Roger movies before kind of, even though I'm not a huge Huge fan of like zombies, and I think Descendants is okay. They're obviously very successful, if not high cinema. Before they kind of got back to that point, because like I feel like they were like, all right, guys, we haven't really been doing great with the Disney Channel original movies as of late. We just need to do something real simple. So we're gonna take this story based on a teen book, which also, by the way, this has almost nothing to do with the book it's based on. I did a little googling. Based on a teen book, it's set in high school we'll put all the children in ridiculous outfits we'll show all the clicks like we always do if and the message is going to be about being yourself like we've done in so many disasters oh, and it's up. somehow it's... they ruin it somehow they take that winning formula and just and screw it, so it
1: up and make it so boring yeah. also oh okay also also but here's what i'm saying about the clothes why i said like it's insane that that's 2012 because mm-hmm. it feels like you know like how insanely like ashley Tisdale used to like walk red carpets during sweet life era when she was in like a fedora and a boa and like boot cut jeans with a Sweater and then a t- three tank tops,
0: which at the time was high fashion. And
1: exactly, but we look back at those photos now and we're like, "What the fuck?" But then we're like, "Oh shit, it was 2004. Like mm-hmm. that's what people were doing. 2004 was God's mistake, but we were all in there with it." But we we're all this responsible. Was I was like, th- I was like looking at it and I was like, "Debbie Ryan was not popular until way later. Why are these kids in boot cut jeans, fake ties like Maddie from The Sweet Life, mm-hmm. and fucking fedoras in every scene? Like we had moved on 2012. We were wearing like statement necklaces and you." you know what else would was chevron like we the america had moved towards different trends and it was felt like this thing had been shot in 2003 and in a time well, I mean, it's
0: because people who make these general who's are years out of touch <laughs> we all know this so,
1: you know how kids listen to the radio oh well not
0: even not even <laughs> not there yet. Exactly. we're not even there yet but the thing you were saying is so she's like okay nerds outcasts which are just goths they're yeah, just yeah, goth kids goths. maybe jocks i think we get at one point and then she says the pops
1: And the newly born. And
0: the newborn
1: pops. The newborn pops. And those words came at me. And it was like I had been hit with someone speaking a different language. We literally had
0: rewind it multiple times to figure out what she was saying. And then I just yelled at Luke.
1: And I said, you have to put on the subtitles. Because I don't know what she's saying. I was like, the pups? The newborn pups? There's puppies? I could not. talking about
0: the delicious corn cereal? Cereal
1: corn pops? I could not make heads or tails of it. I was like... This could be anything. This could be. We were around it three times. Surprisingly, it's
0: nothing. It's It's just. It's nothing.
1: It's just. She's shortening. I screamed at Luke out loud. Out loud. She's shortening the word popular. Yes. That's all that was.
0: Which is not the only time it's going to happen where they just. You know how kids talk? Yeah. Pops. The worst one, in my opinion, pop is pretty bad. The worst one is at one point one of the characters goes, it's Brill. Like, brilliant. Oh and I uh, wanted to... You mean
1: also when they made a grown woman say the word fabu? Oh, that did happen. Uh, yeah, that, that was did happen. awful. Also, just going off the label thing before we move off of it, this movie has one of my least, least, least favorite tropes in, like, all DCOMs where, like, they present high school as this, like, in, like, teen movies in general, as this, like, class system between, like, different groups mm-hmm. of people which, like, yes, a lot of high schools are like that where, like, especially when it's bigger there's, like, there's different groups and they don't mix with each other which is a problem but they... Disney has a bad habit of overdoing it to the point where it's like it is a spoken about class system yeah. and the popular girls if someone comes up to them they go why the fuck do you think you, that you, you can talk to me yeah. which is not something that would ever happen like yeah they wouldn't invite you to their sleepover mm-hmm. but they wouldn't say you're not allowed to because look me in stressed. the eye you goddamn peasant because they're still
0: a person but <laughs> like,
1: like, that's- <laughs> that's- <laughs> you strip them of all humanity at that point like yeah. even Regina George which is why I think Mean Girls is a good example of like a good Teen movie, mm-hmm. where like she's a bitch and a popular girl, but she walks down the hallway and goes, Oh my god, that's the cutest skirt I've ever seen to the loser girls, and then turns to her friends and goes, It's the fuggiest skirt I've ever seen. Yes. That's how a real high school bitch acts. You don't look someone in the eye and go, Get the fuck away from me, you loser.
0: Like, yeah, I'm too pretty to be talking to you. wouldn't to be
1: popular, like, popular like, then. Like, it's, just
0: <laughs> it's just also like I, I feel like, and again, this is maybe how times have changed. If someone said you are not pretty enough to talk to me, or whatever, that's bullying. You're bullying this person, <laughs> and I and you know.
1: And also doing it in front of a principal, and then the principal just oh God, takes I, their I, MP3 I, players. Hang away. on, hang
0: on. We'll get there in a second. But so this <laughs> you're not only
1: just bullying. So
0: the, this uh so this whole opening scene is just this is the most expositiony like opening scene I've ever seen. Where it's like this is Radio Rebel. Everyone in the school listens to us. Here's the various social groups, and then we meet Tara at her locker. And we meet her for best friend Audrey, who I wrote is a low rent Brenda Song. Like yes, Brenda Song is, yes. was too old at this point, obviously, and they not, wanted
1: Brenda Song, but she was not answering the phone anymore.
0: No, and so they got another girl who wears like the same insane outfits and has colored hair like Brenda. But that's like what stuck I'm saying. In the Brenda, Brenda, Brenda Song. Song
1: was 2004. This yes. is 2012. Why is the quirky best friend still dressed the same?
0: Well, I, she's also a, a thespian, which I don't know what. Impact. Also,
1: what is it with supporting characters and suckers? They had the whole first scene. She had a sucker in her mouth. She did
0: have a yeah. She did do that. <laughs>
1: Insane! Well,
0: I feel like, and I get this, I get this, uh, feeling with a I lot I thought of, it
1: was gonna be her thing throughout the whole movie, but they dropped that like an old hat.
0: Well, I feel like they do this with a lot of side characters, especially with parents, and we'll see this again with, her, uh, Debbie Ryan's parents. Well, I can't I think, even
1: get started on that. I think, I think, they, I think that. they
0: just have like a dartboard, and they're, that are just full of quirky traits, and they just like-
1: But they don't even follow them no, through? No, no. They don't, they give them a quirky tweet for one scene, and then it's dropped forever. Mm-hmm. Like, like the sucker with this girl, the Cammie, her radio DJ friend. By the way, guys, I'm sorry, there's 50,000 characters in this fucking movie. I, there's more characters than Game of Thrones in this there's movie. There's a lot of characters. <laughs> they,
0: they all have very unmemorable names.
1: <laughs> and faces. And also,
0: it'll take, if you're watching this movie, it'll take you a long time to learn their names. They and will, they say it. their names once, quickly, and no, they don't repeat no, their names.
1: No, 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 I refuse to believe they ever said those twins names until the very <laughs> end not. I would, they never said them once I would have remembered that so and we had the subtitles on we the okay subtitles on. so but that Cammy girl the same thing she talks crazily in the first scene and she's like you're gonna be my little sister at a station she has like yeah. this crazy accent and then she never talks like that again I don't think she has necessarily
0: an accent but I think she's just like super outgoing and like has no filter which she's just like I'm like your best friend now and blah 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 but then she
1: becomes completely normal she does
0: she comes completely normal after that she spills her salad on herself one other time but I than that she's just a person. Um but speaking of the twins, so she is talking to Audrey the low Bread brenda song. Uh, Audrey's like, "Oh my gosh, Radio Rebel just really inspired me to like be myself today or whatever." Bo- whatever vague So,
1: here's the thing that pisses me off about of this movie. We are finding out right now Radio Rebel exists. Radio she's exists. this anonymous radio personality that cool. everyone already is obsessed with and listens to constantly.
0: And at this point, they're kind of I think it's impossible to tell if her show is actually on the radio. Or if it's like a podcast on the internet. It has to be on the internet. Because they, well, they call it a podcast at one point, but also there are people listening to it live, and internet radio is a thing, but like later on it's explicitly a radio show, so I, I'm, I'm confused, number one, why it's called, why she's called Radio Rebel if she's on the internet, not on the radio. Second of all, how did this spread like wildfire at a high school? Be like, hey man, you've got to listen to these live uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> perform not performances
1: in twenty twelve in twenty twelve
0: by an anonymous girl who might at this point you know they- how- at this point they don't even know she goes to their school. And she reveals that, like in like her second broadcast, we see or something.
1: You know how we now have all music we could ever want at the touch of our fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know what you oh, gotta yeah, do? A, like yeah, 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 yeah. You That's can log on, listen to someone else play music, yeah. and talk for four hours. That's the other thing
0: is it's not just like a talking like radio like be like, hey, believe in yourself like mantra bullcrap. She plays music. She plays music, and I like. There's literally a point later on where they're like, oh, these are all the songs you can play. She's like, wow, this is so many songs. I was like, you were using the internet before. It has every song ever written. Like, what are you? It's 2012
1: about. spotify i think existed or almost existed uh,
0: at least itunes or yeah Pinterest it did and, and like i don't know speak so yeah to emma's point so i already because radio, this is what the one expectation i did have saying i came not even know expectations is that i was expecting to see her journey to becoming radio Rebel.
1: no i was expecting that's to already like, happened
0: but like she was she's like,
1: already the most famous person in this high school
0: i was expecting her to like use this as an outlet for her whatever and then it would spiral out of control of
1: her finding herself yes.
0: And no. the other the other version of that is that we see she drops a line at one point where I forget how it comes up probably talking about radio whatever she's like oh Audrey goes uh, Tara is Debbie Ryan's name you should see if your stepdad can get you a job at Slam FM. Like, an in, as an internship, that'd be pretty cool. And she's like, yeah, well, I've only known him for, like, two, he's been married to my mom for, like, two months, and it's super weird. I get freaked out whenever he asks me to take out the garbage. And I was like... Okay,
1: Lucas, also, I love that Lucas so sweet and innocent, guys. He's like, I forget how it comes up. It doesn't fucking come <laughs> up. She walks into her locker, apropos of nothing, and the friend goes, hey, you know that your stepdad, the guy who runs Slam FM, you should, like, see me get you an internship. And Tara goes, oh, my God, I've been married to my mom for two weeks. It, that comes out of... We don't even know if she really likes music at that point. We know nothing about her. But just what's
0: insane is that it implies she acts like she met this man two days ago. I understand that it's awkward being having a new stepdad and everything. But look, she's but shy. I understand that she's shy. But, but it would, it would have been way more interesting if like my dad's, my mom's marrying this guy, and I don't know that much about him. I feel like, and we need to connect like before she gets married to him. I feel like, they've
1: married already. I
0: feel like we're starting the story at the not most interesting point. <laughs> yeah, Had you started earlier, it'd be more interesting. So these two guys show up.
1: These hats, that they are in a fedora the entire movie. The entire movie, these two men are in different forms of a fedora, and these hats as are their characters, are crimes against God. I'm
0: going to say this up front. You didn't need these characters. First of all, I was not sure if we were going to have most superfluous character back as a category in the DCOM choice. But worth. Is I bad. feel like we need to now just to give it to these guys. But okay, here's the thing. So, some information that you don't get until... <laughs> the
1: funniest part, guys, of this movie was when at minute 54 <laughs> ex- these ex- two ex- characters who we've been forced to watch bumble around like goddamn Ren and Stimpy for an hour, <laughs> and that- with no with no no idea who they are or why we care about them, except for that they're kind of friends with the two girls, but not really. And then all of a sudden, they're like, you, someone goes, you're fraternal, not identical. And Luke looks at me and I look at him and we go, these guys are twins? And then, that and never then, even came
0: and up! And then almost immediately after, they really drive home and point that their names are Larry and Barry, which, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the movie was almost over.
0: And but here's the here's what I was gonna say. Yes, these guys' named Larry and Barry. They have a whole thing where they're trying to find out who Radio Elbow is. This is a f- subplot throughout the entire film that goes nowhere.
1: Yeah, and they want they are in love. Each independently, and, even though and, they are brothers with Radio Rebel, and that's why they want to find out her identities, because they want to love her and date I her. Think,
0: well, I think the one just wants to date her, but whatever. My point is, I'm gonna give you a solemn promise, listeners, we are never going to talk about them again. They, they are they, dead to They me. offer nothing to the plot. There is nothing that you are missing out by us not discussing no, what Larry and Barry are up to. There's a
1: running bit, which I would just call a Disney channel making fun of children with OCD. That oh yeah, like, yeah,
0: I think Larry, whichever the taller one is, has has OCD and it comes up in two it's scenes two and scenes that's
1: and, then, it. and it's just as a gag and we never talk about it again
0: we then meet the villain Stacy and her assistant Kim and this is what I am talking about where like and honestly I do kind of like this trope just because I feel like I'm I'm familiar with at this point where it's like pretty girl who is like the most popular girl in school and then she has another girl who is ostensibly just as pretty as her this girl
1: but they put her in some really awful god awful yeah. bangs that just absolutely ruin her face
0: yes and basically her professional assistant, where she has, like, her PDAs being, like, oh, you've got lunch with this guy. You know how
1: in 2012 y'all had PDAs? Or, you know, like, like,
0: what the fuck? Or, you know, like, people in high school.
1: They also were both, yeah, were both wearing full wedge heels. Another mm-hmm. trope that's insane. And also, Stacy, I guess, I did, like, this because she wasn't, like, a dumb blonde popular girl. She was supposed to be, like, an overachieving, like, teacher's pet yes. popular girl. But she did wear, like, a blazer the entire movie. And, like, I literally, at one point, they were doing a wide shot of her in, like, when they were rehearsing that scene, and I was like, is that the? Teacher and no, it was the hot, popular chick mm-hmm. because she was dressed like a thirty-year-old English teacher. St- I was like, who Stacey? is that?
0: Stacy really is the most baffling character in this whole film, and we'll get into why later when it just goes off the rails. But for right now, she's just the standard mean girl villain. But so was another. Again, would be insane. Like, there's just no transition. Audrey's like, Radio Rebel's made me feel so inspired that I can be popular or whatever. So, so her, she just goes and marches up to Stacy and is like, Hey, Stacy, how are you doing today? And this. this. This is where we get the, why is this person talking to me? And like, this is where Stacy's introduced that she hates Radio Rebel because she encourages kids (laughs) to talk to popular kids I
1: guess I guess I guess I, I but it also didn't go well so no. like, I don't really know why we're following your radio rebels feet
0: well it's not but, even it's not even that it's, it's it didn't go well because Stacy's a dick also, like why would you want to be friends with
1: guys, her guys I'm sorry to go back on this but also Stacy is wearing that I promised I was gonna look my, this up before I did the podcast but of course I did not because <laughs> I'm a piece of shit those Tiffany Link heart necklaces with the little clasp you know exactly what I'm talking about you were a bad bitch in 2005 if you had these. That was the iconic necklace in the opening of Legally Blonde. Oh my The Elwood puts on for the... The Elwood? Per- that Elwood puts on for perfect that. You know when Legally Blonde came out?
0: 2005?
1: I'm pretty sure it came out in 2001. Oh God. And that is what Stacy is wearing to signify, because we all know it was a bad bitch signifier and that's what they put on her to signify that she was popular in 2012. That is infuriating.
0: But would you wear it today? Of course. Okay.
1: Obviously Seriously. So, <laughs> if I had it, my mom never bought it for me. <laughs> so, stay on- I bought a ripoff. Oh once my god! From Claire's, and it turned my neck green. So,
0: Audrey is trying to talk <laughs> 2001, to two thousand one. I was right. Uh, yeah, you would know better than I. Uh, Audrey's trying to talk to Stacy, and Stacy is like Principal Moreno. I think it's, is it Moreno. Moreno. Yeah. Audrey was trying to convince me to listen to a podcast in class, and Moreno runs up and is just like, "No, no, no! We have a zero distraction policy." <laughs> Give me your MP3 player or your phone. It's not really clear which is which, but I think it's supposed to be a phone MP3 player because those were everywhere in 2002, I mean 2010, Bye. in 2012. And she's just like, I wasn't even listening to it. I didn't even have it out. And she just like yanks it out of her coat pocket. And then she makes Tara give her hers, even though she has said ostensibly nothing. And then this is also where Stacy's like, do you got something you want to say? Shy girl, huh? 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 And then Tara's just like, mm. Which is just that I'm not saying anything because I'm intimidated by this woman.
1: Okay, first of all, let's just step it back. This principal, when she wandered on the set, I was like, um, could they not brush her fucking hair? (laughs) She looked like a woman who had just wandered on the set. Like, when she walked behind them, I was like, is that just... Someone's mom, like, she was, didn't appear to be in makeup, didn't appear to be in costume, didn't appear to, like, had loose, just gray hair flying about her face.
0: This principal becomes also one of the most baffling elements of <laughs> the film. And she doesn't she, start off relatively as This movie, from a expected. different
1: perspective, is like a Macbeth descent into madness. For starring the Starring Principal yes. Marino.
0: Or like a, um, God, I'm trying to, um... Or just the fact that she starts, like, a blood feud with this girl that she has... Apparently goes to her school. <laughs> with a girl. No with a teenage <laughs> girl she does not know. She... By the end of this film, she becomes entirely unhinged by how much she wants to get Radio Rebel. Oh, she...
1: She goes mentally She goes insane. mad. She goes, she goes mad. She she's she just, driven she's, mad by, She has a into madness. It's like... I'm trying to think. It's like, um... It's Ahab. It's Ahab and Moby Dick. It's exactly and what... That's that's what a, it is. That, that's, that's what you yes, trying to that's
0: go a, Yeah, that's what I was reaching. Radio Rebel is absolutely their white whale, and she just cannot... <laughs> Her. And by
1: the end, we see her descend into madness because she cannot get Moby Dick.
0: She, she, she's deranged. She becomes deranged. But at this point, she's just the principal okay. that steals MP3 players.
1: Okay. Uh, which is fucking insane. Uh, but it gets more insane later. Mm-hmm. Wait for that. But okay. Debbie Ryan is shy. Which, like, I actually, you know, I don't think we have a lot of, like, not a ton of, like, good shyness representation in, like, the main character. It's usually, like, a best friend trait. And I was like, okay, like, you know, that's kind of a good thing because that's a problem that a lot of teen, especially girls, mm-hmm. have. My, Problem isn't that she's shy. No. It's that Debbie Ryan's physical manifestation, the way she says to physically manifest being shy, is not being shy. It's called having a minor stroke. Well She seems to her brain seems to be disconnected from her body in a way. In a way, and she seems to like she would just kind of shrink behind her friends, I would think, and just not talk. She wouldn't physically have her lip twitch and her eye make insane motions as she jerks about.
0: And that's the thing, right? Is that she already has three very close good that friends. You did bring this this up. is that's not the, a behavior. A shy person is someone who just sits in the back of the class. Doodles in their notebook doesn't say a word to anybody, but she has like the most outgoing actor best friend. How did they meet? How did they bond?
1: Barry and Larry. I'm sorry to utter their names again, but they are not quiet people either. No,
0: she like I don't believe any of these people will become (laughs) friends in this this setting.
1: I don't. But can you talk about the way that she manifests being shy? It's worse in the classroom scene. Yeah, that's why doesn't doesn't she just like hide behind Audrey or like act? I don't know, quiet. Why must she twitch about and look as if she's just looked into an eclipse?
0: I have to give this partially to half Debbie Ryan's fault, half the writing's fault, because I think, especially in the classroom scene, they just wrote shyness in a horrible way that does not in any way depict actually being shy. It depicts someone who has some kind of severe mental (laughs) breakdown. In many ways,
1: it looked like she was having a panic attack. It did. So maybe that's that's what they were trying to do. But that's not being shy. You can't say I'm so shy every time I get up to write something on the board. I I physically collapse. (laughs) That's a different thing. That's a different different thing. thing.
0: I have muscle spasms. (laughs) Like that's anyway.
1: Shyness is just not wanting to go up to the board. Yes. And not and not raising your hand. Physically collapsing and falling onto the (laughs) ground. after having a muscle spasm is something else
0: and I don't know what that is but it's not just being the shy girl
1: so also I want to say something right now
0: are you sure we're about to meet the G's
1: I have to say before we meet the G's because it's already been with us for some time and it'll keep being with us oh
0: are you talking and about again, the damn like,
1: hat? <laughs> Guys, you have to understand how rare it is for Lucas to comment on fashion in these movies. And he did it twice during this movie. I think. It was First like that. was in the beginning when with all those outfits walked by and he was like, What are these kids wearing? And I was like, wow, he noticed that it was bonkers. Second was Debbie Ryan for the majority of this movie is wearing a slouch. This was a little 2012. People did do this in 2012. Yeah, yeah. Was wearing a slouchy beanie like on the back of her head, and had her big, thick, like punk rock bangs pushed up to the front and had this stupid ugly slouchy beanie on for 75% of the movie and about 30% of the way through Luke just goes out loud to no one to no one just (laughs) to God I think begging for mercy just goes God, that damn hat. (laughs) And I just wrote down every time she wore it, that damn
0: hat. (laughs) She wears it in this first scene and then she goes to school the next day without it and I was like, oh good, she's not going to wear it the whole movie. And then she wears it in like every scene afterwards. After that.
1: And it doesn't matter. It goes with dresses, she thinks. It goes with jeans. It goes with everything in her mind. That
0: damn
1: hat. (laughs) That
0: damn hat. So we meet the G's and so they are these two guys who have a high school band and are ostensibly the hottest thing on the internet right now.
1: Ostensibly, again, where? MySpace? What, how did this, they're like, they're like, they say. Not
0: TikTok, well, not TikTok. They
1: say, Stacy, someone says. Oh, right. The, this highs, viral, the blank, blank highs, Lincoln Bay highs, viral sensation, the G's. So they went viral for doing something. something I would have liked first to see I it. would have loved it. Again, I feel like we're joining this movie halfway. Mm-hmm. This high school band is now like, they're playing the prom, they're getting like, my, They've like,
0: essentially like, Lemonade mouth. Yeah, they've already
1: lemonade mouth. <laughs> yes.
0: Instead of seeing a point where wouldn't they have, wouldn't they have the best way to be lemonade mouth to be on Radio Rebel at some point? I
1: uh, I just so they are already on the up and up. They're hot shit. And this is what was being referred to in the beginning as the newborn pops. Yes. Which sounds like newborn pups. And whoever <laughs> wrote that piece of dialogue deserves to burn in hell. Because if I have to say it out loud one more time, I'm literally gonna spit all over Luke. Newborn pops. pops. <laughs> (laughs) because they weren't popular
0: no but now they are because of the internet
1: hence newborn
0: hence newborn so there's two
1: guys. The band. There's is, so many characters in this movie. This is like also a completely separate movie. <laughs> is. This is Lemonade Mouth. This is a it's different mouth.
0: movie. It's Lemonade mouth, but with The focus on one. But so they're called the G's because the main two main guys are Gavin and Gabe. Didn't realize Slower, that. until so, the last five Yeah, that was crazy. Seconds. I'm gonna pick up on that. <laughs> the crazy thing is that there's two other guys in the band. No who lines. Who never say anything. And no I was like, lines. are their names also beginning with G?
1: They don't have names. They don't mm-hmm.
0: have names. Those but, are
1: drums and keys, baby.
0: But so no, because Ga- Gavin is uh, is guitar and keys. One what is, are the
1: other guys. Like, one is
0: drums The other's third guitar they He have doesn't
1: th- even need That third guitar Three guitars But so um,
0: Gavin who's the main Love interest is Played by one of the Brothers from Zapped
1: You know what I'm gonna say something Controversial That was where he Needed to stay I didn't <laughs> need to see This man as the Heart of a movie he was, he was the
0: only Good brother in Zapped And I was like Uh huh And then I was like Maybe he'll be good In this No
1: Also like He just wasn't Right for this role Like I think he should Be a nerdy best friend That you they realize also, You love at the end
0: Right And they also shoot him Like he is so short
1: I don't I, I don't believe short. him to be short I don't
0: believe him that short But he looks so short The camera short. is always
1: up and down You only see
0: his mid. It's insane
1: Again Whoever wrote this fucking movie naming the two guys in the same van, Gavin and Gabe, and mix up their names They're the, the G's. entire time. Hey, this is so fucking infuriating. So Gabe is his friend. Yes. And he looks slightly more of like the Rocky type. Like he looks like a coked out. He know. looks like
0: a guy who plays guitar.
1: Yeah. His eyebrows are so desperate to meet each other. They are <laughs> jumping towards each other like long lost lovers. But I we couldn't wax before, I guess not.
0: So we, did, we have been just so wrapped up in all the insane things. We got to get into a little bit of plot real quick. So the thing Stacy was talking to her assistant Kim about was that she's, <laughs> she's fielded a lot of requests for prom because prom is coming and up. And she
1: broke up with her college boyfriend. She broke up
0: with her college boyfriend and we've got a big dance coming up. You know how Disney Channel loves those. And people have asked her to prom and she says no. And she kind of sets her eye on Gavin as he walks in and she goes up and is like, hi Gavin, what's going on? See you in theater class or whatever. And so he, like, brushes past and smiles. And then Gabe is like, yo, this is us finally, like, r- reaping some of what we've sown. Like, we're becoming popular because we're so viral. Like, this is your chance to get with Stacy, the hottest, most popular girl in school. You should absolutely do... This like, the level of interest in my voice is the level of interest I have. Yeah, I actually
1: film. stopped listening to you minutes ago.
0: So he's hunting after Stacy now. That's the long and short of it. And is going to ask her to go to prom. Because then we cut to, I think it's an English class, and the teacher... Says, we are gonna be partnering with some other teacher's theater class, and we're gonna be translating lines of Shakespeare. What
1: class was that?
0: Tara's in English.
1: That's English, English.
0: Okay. And then Audrey's in an acting class, okay. theater bus. Audrey walks in the class join him, and Tara's like, yay, my friend. And then Gavin walks in, and this was Tara just darts out of the room. Like, you know, again, you know, like in high school, you could just leave class. Well, yeah,
1: when you're a crush walked, then you could just sprint into the hallway. And, it wasn't- and then Audrey follows her. It wasn't like she was
0: climbing under a desk, so maybe no, the she, teacher, she well, just ran out. Like, and there's Audrey no, follows her. and there's no questions are raised. And she's like, "Why is Gavin here?" And t- Audrey's like, "You've had a crush on him also, since like, first grade. Again, Say something, too." So
1: him. okay. Two things there. Number one, Gavin's here. Um, okay, yeah, he's in theater, and your teacher just fucking said we're combining with the theater class. Keep up, bitch. It's like not that hard to put together while he's there. And then number two, this was the most horrible exposition. Where he just goes, you've had a crouch on him, bro, like ever. You know, I might as like well try in talking really to it's him. In
0: so many movies. Though. Like,
1: like they usually show it first before they just dump it on you. Like,
0: I mean, they did show it by her running out of the classroom. I like, thought she had a. Th- Grow up. That I mean, she might have.
1: That was how she acted. (laughs) That
0: is how she acted. But so, yeah, they have this conversation in the hall, and she's like, okay, maybe I'll try. And then I think Audrey even says, like, be like Radio Rebel. And so they go back in class. And the teacher asks for volunteers to write some scenes on the board that they can translate and then perform on stage. This will become infinitely more painful as the film goes on. This
1: will become infinitely more central to the plot as also, it goes on. Th-
0: also that, but just like it sounds like it's a nonsense school thing for them to work on. It'll become one of the most painful things also in the film. Also in the
1: scene when they're out in the hallway when Audrey, she then again says he's a newborn pop. Again. Uh, yeah, so yeah, out yeah. loud to the face of someone else. And I said, I'm going to hurl. And
0: so... Uh, Audrey writes something on the board and then the teacher calls on Tara.
1: No, that was a that was a cute gag. I actually Audrey had two times when I actually laughed. Yeah, you did movie. have
0: two genuine laughs.
1: And it was both Audrey, and it uh the teacher like asks for volunteers, and she's like, Alright, anybody like wanna write like a scene suggestion on the board from Shakespeare? And like before like anything happens, Audrey's already up at the board. Like, yeah. Writing. Like she comes
0: out of the ether. Like yeah, she, she didn't just, get uh, we don't see her get out of her desk. She comes from she the comes side of the aside,
1: screen. And she's already writing, and then she's like, Oh, did you wanna like pick a volunteer yourself? And, uh, I was like, that's kind of like funny. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: But so she she writes something up there, and then Tara gets up, and so this is what we were talking about. She gets up to the whiteboard, and while Audrey tells her she go back, she's like, "Just don't look, make eye contact with them, anybody." And she goes up to the board, and she's looking straight at the whiteboard, and she just starts to draw. And then, for some reason, she turns around and looks everybody in the eye, and then all she could do, she starts like hyperventilating and shaking, and, and shaking, and she just like hand. squiggles, writes nothing on the board, doesn't even That's make it. That's what an I'm
1: attempt. saying. It looks like an actual stroke. I literally my notes here. Are, oh my god, what what? What am I watching? She can't even write on the board. Whoever decided on making her be this way? Yeah, it's not,
0: again, it is not shyness. It is someone with a severe mental or medical condition. So like, she starts
1: shaking. And then, like, act, like I truly believe she's having a panic attack. She's having, like, this yeah. is an anxiety disorder then. This something, is not shyness. Something. So then she starts freaking out. And it's also then, if she does have this anxiety disorder, she has terrible parents. Because they're always oh. like, stop being just shy. Well, I was I, like, she has something well, wrong.
0: That's, that's the problem. Okay, that's the thing, right? Is that, first of all, yes, these are terrible parents. We'll get into it. And just a second but like yeah this is clearly something medically or mentally wrong with this girl and it it can just be fixed by doing a radio show
1: and they're like get out there sweetie put yourself out there nothing cures a panic disorder quite like being on the radio
0: and and not even medication
1: she then tries to like run away from the board without writing anything. no nothing never completed a word up there and then knocks into stacy's desk Mm -hmm. knocks her books over and we get a sick classic disney channel burn walk much yes
0: <laughs> also but to be fair aside from her knocking into the books nobody else in the class reacts that she didn't write it no they non-plus this, this implies to me that tara does this all Regularly. the time which the is teacher which is horrifying the teacher think about isn't it. concerned no this is all that's a horrifying thought and if the teacher knew this why would you call tara up you know she's got trouble and then
1: like they, there's even a part where she like walks back and the teacher go Okay, Tara, good try. Anybody else? And it's like, does this happen regularly? Would Why would horrible, you call on the horrifying. poor girl?
0: So then we cut to Tara's house. And so this is what I was saying about the dartboard thing.
1: Guys. I think we've met I a can't, lot of
0: parents.
1: Oh, we met so many. That None just, of them are that... But none of them are that okay. Disney parents are a very specific kind of trope. The moms wear a lot of the same outfits. The dads all kind of look the same. Like it's all kind of like, yes, some of them are horrible people and bad at parenting, mm-hmm. but they all kind of have this similar look and vibe. Yeah, well, that's one. Th- what was happening in the casting room here? Well,
0: that's my that's thing number one. Obviously, I know exactly we're going to say, and I'm, but what I was leading to is the fact that like they often, if they know they're not going to have the parent be like a character, like you know, Coach Bolton. He's a character in high school musical. Connie Torres is a character Someone's in Bap Rock. Coach
1: Bolton is the lead character of high school musical. Et cetera.
0: These are these are characters. If they know that they're a person who's just going to show up in a couple scenes and not have a big impact on the plot. They give them like a funny quirk or a funny job so you can get a gag in every now and again. And it's been like uh, the mom from Geek Charming was terrible at cooking and taking cooking classes. Um, Weirdly, the mom from Ultimate Christmas was a caterer and had to convince all of her clients to keep catering or whatever. Oh, uh like, like, just stuff like that. Stuff that you can cut to real quick and be like, womp, womp, funny joke. So for this one, for the mom, they decided to go with I, I don't know what the term is. I, Natural. Oh, this also that. No, this is what I mean, think of it is the mom in the thirteenth year who was like super healthy food but this, and like. But this, but this, this isn't is, that. It's not it's that. It's not
1: that. She's obsessed with. This is okay. This is the most niche interest There's, I've ever given a parent. She's kind of like a bit of an airhead that's obsessed with DIY natural beauty treatments. Beauty treatments, yes. So like putting cherry tomatoes on your nails for your cuticles. She ha- we meet her putting and she has Putting like, dragon fruit all yes, over your face fruit. for a beauty mask. These are things that only happen twice. Yes. Those are, they show her quirk twice and then we forget about them.
0: But so I look at this mother and I'm like, okay, weird quirk to go with Disney Channel, but whatever.
1: Then the stepdad. She also is like a little Jennifer Coolidge. I got the same, I thought the same thing. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not a normal Disney mom. Like she's like a, like an airhead. And I was like, she doesn't really have the same energy that I get for my unusual Disney moms. Mm -hmm. She feels like something else.
0: And speaking of something else, because there's no more something else than when the stepdad slides into the room.
1: I wonder why poor Tara is uncomfortable every morning when mom's new husband of two weeks Walks in, he looks like someone in an SVU episode yes. they would bring down to the station to interview about a mm-hmm. rape, and it didn't turn out to be him because it was actually like right. her little brother's best friend who like lit their dog on fire. But he was the first suspect because he was her boss at the strip club. Well right? was yeah, they were at
0: the club. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was in
1: the club, and they he's, like, like, he's the
0: obvious choice. That if the film if the TV show was actually about like real cases, it'd just be like obviously. He's it's the him. guy
1: that Stabler almost breaks his arm because he's like, He's gotta be guilty. Yeah. Look at this guy. That's who they cast. As her and he stepfather. is a
0: respected radio producer, and there's nothing strange about it. They're
1: not even dressed like parents. I'm pretty sure at one point he's in like a tank top with a blazer over it. I also
0: can't spend any more time talking about this gentleman. I don't remember. Does he ever get a name? What is their last? I don't care.
1: Slam, Mr. Slam. Mr.
0: Slam. So he comes down, and instead of say starting a conversation like a normal person, he just sets like his phone or computer down or whatever, so a- and <laughs> is like, to "Listen, listen to this." And it's Radio <laughs> this Rebel. Scene.
1: But aren't they both listening to it? Yeah, she's w- doing the. No,
0: I think he puts it in front of her to listen to because he's like, man, this is just what we need at Slam FM. We need this radio rebel girl. And the mom's like, yeah, she seems great. I don't know. They
1: do that bad acting thing where like their lines have so much space between each other. Yeah. Like he's like, this is exactly what we need. And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, guys, fill the the gaps. And the the whole thing
0: is shot. Direct on, so it doesn't look like they're in the same, same room. room, it does And then
1: the, there's that insane part that's supposed to be played for humor, where he, like, takes a piece of the dragon fruit in the bowl, because she's Googling this beauty human, hops in, in his mouth, and then again, there's too much air, and she goes, Hey, that's, you're eating what's supposed to go on my face. No, like It doesn't say. work. There it was no work. joke. I was like, what is going on? It
0: just doesn't work. And then, so the mom's like, you should go... Ask Tara what she thinks about Radio Rebel because she's like the demographic or whatever, and it'll be a good bonding moment for you and guys. And didn't
1: you think that that was going to be part of like the overarching plot is them needing to bond? Yeah,
0: that's why. <laughs> that's why I borderline don't want to talk about this guy anymore than in this just scene because there's like one other scene where they kind of bond, and otherwise he's irrelevant to the narrative. The stepdad thing gets thrown in the trash.
1: Everyone is irrelevant to the narrative yes Ex- <laughs> except for
0: stacy and gavin Aud- yeah, audrey's uh, pretty irrelevant cammy i guess is kind of relevant
1: no she's just like a ha- she's like a helper but like she yeah. doesn't really contribute much to the narrative no then he goes up to her room
0: yes and this was the most insane thing
1: I this is, we paused it this is and this keep point. in mind
0: we're like 10 minutes into the movie. oh 10 minutes 10 minutes in the movie he like knocks on her door and she's playing it very awkward she's like what are you doing here
1: i unfortunately was not born fucking yesterday so i can tell that debbie ryan is radio rebel I'm not right. going to be shocked when she's revealed to be Radio Rebel, because they've no. done a ton of really heavy-handed foreshadowing where, like, Barry and Larry were like, oh, there's no way Radio Rebel looks like Tara. Like, she has to be blonde. Like, there was a bunch of really heavy-handed and stuff. And again, it just sounds her like Debbie re- And again, it's her voice. And and again, she's on the poster as Radio Rebel. So yes. we know where this is going. So I wasn't shocked, but the gag here is that we know that Radio Rebel is broadcasting live because they were just listening to her in the kitchen, the parents were, Then he goes to knock on her door, which is where we're supposed to believe she is currently doing the broadcast. Well, oh, yeah, no, we,
0: I think we see her broad- Broadcasting and then she plays a song and then he comes and knocks. So like yeah. it's not even like a reveal they do that she's Radio Rebel to the audience. We know. We, we know, know, we, oh, yeah, we know, yeah, we know. So she he's like, hey, I just wanted to get your thoughts on Radio Rebel. And she's like, she's great, bye. She just keeps trying to shut the door on him, and then he like. And get muscles, him out because hmm.
1: she can get back to her prom. Right.
0: And she just he just kind of like muscles his way in and is you like, know
1: how stepdad's doing to teen girls' rooms. And he's
0: like, Man, yeah, it's really something we need down at the station. Like
1: just setting this up before you yeah, give yeah. the go reveal ahead, go ahead, go ahead. is that I thought, and you thought too, because we both said this after have that, like, she was gonna, like, kick him out of her room because like the song was ending so the drama is increasing that she has to get back on and cue up the next song right and i was like she's gonna have to kick the dad out of her room
0: that's gonna create conflict and emotion he's
1: he's gonna think that she hates him Mm -hmm. because she's gonna have to be like well i don't care about that like fuck you get out and i was like okay great tension because like this hiding this identity is creating like a rift in her real life you know how that happens Mm a lot of times what actually happens luke
0: he sits down on her bed he's got one earbud in so he's listening to radio rebel and then the song ends and there's just silence and he's just sitting there and he's like "huh that's weird" Debbie Ryan just like looks awkward for a second One and second. then rushes over to her laptop puts her headset on and is like "well this is the last song of the night bye everybody this has been radio rebel" and then plays the song and the dad's like "you're radio rebel" and she just gives it up just gives it up gives it up, the ghost. And gives yeah. it up. And I and the thing is, she was like mostly done with her broadcast. I don't think anyone would have been that weirded out if it had ended one song no, early. No, she should have just been like, "All right, well, that's it for the show," or like just you know that pause and then said, "Oh, we had technical difficulties." Also, like, like
1: it makes it seem like she's doing this every night. How are <laughs> was she recording a full blown radio show and remember that her parents they, ever walking in or knowing?
0: It's also never answered how long the show is. That's not the point. But like this set this is gonna set up the fact that Debbie Ryan. Has staked so much on this identity of Radio Rebel, like she doesn't want anyone to find out to she can't her. Can't have anyone know. Not even her nightmare. best friend. She will do almost nothing to protect that identity if pushed at all.
1: It's a house of cards. The you, second someone, not even pushed, not even pushed. If someone asks one question, "What are you doing tonight?" the entire thing falls apart in her own hands.
0: And to your point, how they've never discovered it before, how has no one ever thought? Because it happened multiple times where someone's like. Let's do this at this time. And she's like, ah, I can't. I've got dinner. And she's there like, okay.
1: I also just want to get into this real light before we get into the rest of this because it's wild. Just go online. Don't watch this movie. Don't do to yourself. Don't, don't. But look at the production design of every kid in this movie's bedroom. I want to know who did this. What they, it was like they had only heard Prey tell of what teenagers were. There's a giant neon flamingo in a corner. It reminds me of the scene,
0: those scenes in Big Fat Liar where they live in like the prop yes, house. Yes! It looks it's like exactly they just that. took some nonsense. It
1: looks like they went to the Disneyland and they're like, what yeah. do we have? Mm-hmm. What do we have? Neon flamingo? Okay. Graffiti? Wall? Sure. Like it is. Crazy doesn't match your personality. Wouldn't you think you'd have like band posters everywhere?
0: I don't know. I don't care enough about the her, best one.
1: Also, this was a quieter one. Was in later in the movie. You see Gavin's bedroom giant. A giant Indian Jack. Giant British flag. <laughs> the British flag. Spoiler: He's not British. No one in the movie is. No one's British. And they never bring up. It's just behind his bed. No other decorations. And they were like, job well done. Job well moving done.
0: Moving on. Folks. Uh, speaking of moving on, I you know we're, we're like this is the problem is we're only like. 15 minutes in the movie and we're already like (laughs) almost an hour into the podcast so we gotta kind of we're gonna breeze over some stuff but trust me you're not missing much the dad is like okay I'm hiring you for Slam FM you're exactly what we need our ratings have been in a slump this new youthful voice is exactly what we need but this is
1: where she does really quickly and I'm gonna say this once I won't bring it up but like the thing that got popular on TikTok was Debbie Ryan's like I call it like you know how David Caruso on CSI Miami did like sunglasses acting yes Debbie Ryan in this movie does a lot of bang acting Mm -hmm. because she has those big pop pump it Pop punk bangs and she did pushes them out of her eyes when she's like not being shy. And that's like kind of her big dramatic reveal a lot of times. So in this scene, he's like, I don't get it, like you're so shy, and like Radio Rebel is just like so empowering. She goes, like, she goes, I am shy. thanks but she's not. Like,
0: good job so saying bangs because you they, weren't her I can see you realize the audience wouldn't be able to see you brush the hair out of your head When
1: I'm saying bangs, know that she's pushing the bangs out of her eyes. That's some of the acting that is made fun of on TikTok a lot. Is it's the bangs? It's almost
0: like she took one class about body language and about like what shy body language was and then didn't realize a good way to implement that into her acting so so the dad's just like you're working for slam fm and she never and she kind of says she doesn't want to because she doesn't want people to find out she's radio rebel etc etc and then the mom comes in and is like well i was eavesdropping i'm so excited you're gonna be radio rebel (laughs) i was there the whole time (laughs) i was there the whole time so excited you're gonna be on slam fm this is exactly what your father's livelihood needs to survive (laughs) Um, it's going to be great. And she doesn't ever say to these people, I don't want to do that. Even though she clearly does not want to. And this is the start. And I mean, we already kind of got the instance, these parents suck. Oh no, we almost forgot something very important, which is he drops in this scene that he's like in the scene before I think it's revealed that she's Radio Rubble. That he knows it's been weird and it's kind of especially weird because her dad's been working in Taiwan. And that's and her it's dad not is dead. not
1: dead. Okay, so then she goes to school the next day. And
0: thank God she's out of that damn hat Yes. Yeah, this one. That,
1: finally, but don't worry, guys, it comes back. Comes back. Um, but, but then she's at school the next day. I guess it now has gone public that she's moving to Slam FM. Yes. Because this was the most deranged thing of all that all the teenagers were obsessed with Slam FM. I could see teenagers maybe listening to an online podcast. Yes. But the fact that they now are About this... About
0: their high school. Yeah,
1: but now they are this up-to-date on radio stations? They are stations? tuning
0: into the radio.
1: And they're like, oh my god, she's moving to Slam FM. I'm like, "I, th-
0: I genuinely when think, is the
1: last time you listened to an FM radio station? I genuinely station?
0: think in 2012. If you had put a boombox in front of... Stacy
1: th- listens to a boombox in her room. People
0: in front of the stage and said, please tune to Slam FM or whatever radio station, they would say, I do not know how, how to, to do, do that. that. So, she's at school, and her best friend Audrey is like, you should come over tonight. We'll listen to the Radio Rebel broadcast. It's so her
1: first, first one first, first, one,
0: it's gonna be tight. And she's like, I can't because I have family obligations. Audrey takes this way too personally.
1: This was the other time I laughed at an Audrey joke Was she was like, I know you're lying to me. Like, she said, mm-hmm. I, you have family plan. She's like, No, you're lying to me. You're you sound the way you did when I asked you what you thought of that haircut I got at the mall. <laughs> and she goes, I liked it. It was good. And then she goes, No, it was mullet adjacent. <laughs> it was mullet.
0: Which sounds like something you would say. Um and she also says like if you don't tell me, and she's like, I look I can't tell you why. And she's like, well I'm gonna start screaming right now if you don't tell me. And she like screams and Debbie Ryan like has to clap her hands over her mouth. And she's like I can't tell you, sorry. man. Then we cut to slam FM, the dad's walking her around being like, we're gonna get so much advertising, such a big social media presence, all of Seattle is gonna know That we've got Radio Rebel Here at Slam FM Everyone's gonna to listen To your show It's gonna be great And then he like Turns around and she's gone And she's ducked Into a break room I do
1: have to say Another thing And I don't want to Rip on WRI Ryan Too much But here I go Another thing I would say About her shyness Like especially in this scene Where she freezes It could also be interpreted As someone with deeply Deeply serious IBS Who's about to Have <laughs> <be> positive <laughs> diarrhea The way that she pauses That is not what I thought You were gonna say The way she pauses And it's like Her eyes go wide It's like oh She's gonna shit her pants Right now Like that's, that's that's the urgency in the freezing, and I'm like, she's got to find a bathroom.
0: But so, she ducks into this break room, and we meet Cammy. Also,
1: you missed when he said that he, Snazzy Dog's show crash and burn. I,
0: I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, I don't care enough about this guy. <laughs> and I then
1: just... They, they just walked by a bunch of posters, <laughs> the most insane fake radio DJs of yeah. all time. It was like, Smelly Joe and Snazzy Dog, their show's burned. <laughs> that was the funniest thing that happened. <laughs> how did you not I don't you didn't know. make notes of that
0: i'm a, like talking about the movie as much as already like drained by
1: energy <laughs> luke's really losing steam and i'm only picking up so steam. she goes in
0: this break room and she meets cammy and cammy's like super upbeat and is like hi we've met before i'm cammy you're tara we
1: met at the christmas party
0: she's like been like hey you're gonna do so great i can't believe you're already a rebel your dad told me even though he promised he wouldn't tell anybody and
1: this is when i wrote there's too many characters. I don't have brain space for Kami Q, who is this new character who's wearing fingerless gloves and is an adult woman. Who
0: I guess is maybe my favorite character, I, but like it's, it's Slim Pickens. Like she's acted.
1: She's dressed like a like a, someone who shops at the Limited 2, but it is an adult woman.
0: And, but she she's acted okay enough and is like kind of fun to watch. That's all the best my I can My favorite give you. character,
1: who turns out to be the hero of the
0: movie. <laughs> Save it if it's going to be what I think it is.
1: DJ dance <laughs>
0: We can't get into
1: that Guys, yet. I'm legit crying. I'm we not going to I'm not gonna be lying. We can't get
0: into that yet.
1: I'm not going to say anything about that until the very last moment of this podcast. We can't say it until the we end. We can't.
0: We can't. We can't because talk about it. Because that's when I
1: actually realized that I was living ne- we, in a simulation. We, ne- we
0: never cared about preserving the continuity on this show, but we have to save the DJ dancing <laughs> sandwich <laughs> talk for later. I'm crying. So... Cammy's, like, super excited, and then Debbie Ryan, like, hides behind the fridge, and she's like, what's wrong, Tara? And she's like, I'm so nervous about the show, and, and like, she's like, you Talking
1: to all those people, and I go, bitch, you have already doing that. Everybody was already listening.
0: Yeah, but they do a good job of Tara being like, Cammy says that, she's like, you've do the, done this for a while, and she's like, yes, but it, I can do it out of my bedroom, where I, like, feel safe. It's, like, a totally new environment. And Cammy's like- Oh, I get that here, and she gives her, like a tour of the studio space. Debbie Ryan walks in like it's like like she just walked into Emerald City from The Wizard of Oz. It's just a room.
1: It's a room with a couch it's, and a mic yeah, and a computer. Yeah, and it's
0: like it's nothing special to look at. She's like, this is all for me.
1: And it's like yeah, that mic and that massive Mac. Yeah, that's for you.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like three microphones <laughs> and like two computers, <laughs> but
1: one's really old, tiny, and she doesn't use it.
0: No, and then there's like a headset which I don't think you can use in professional radio.
1: Also, they're trying to like show her this stuff, and this is where you made the joke where it's like she's like, oh, look at how many songs, and it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's 2012. You, every song is available at to the touch of your fingertips, and then she like tries to like do whatever you need to do to be a radio DJ. I guess hit play on a song, and she yep. somehow fucks that up. And I'm like, she couldn't even do that.
0: No, she couldn't. But then like, t- and this actually was a decent joke that I did kind of laugh at. Is Cammy goes, "Hey, just take your time familiarizing yourself. You're on in 15." And then she as she's walking away, she goes, "14, 13." No, That's second. what I'm like. That was good. And then Debbie Ryan's like, yeah, go, yeah, go," yeah, and puts her headphones on, lanes in the mic ah and then which is how we start every podcast at least the mic is <laughs> go. and then it's like you're listening to the first ever slam fm radio rebel and
1: like she slides right in no and here,
0: problems and, and here's the thing with this first broadcast like say what you will about Tara's shyness when she is radio rebel she just swings for the fences every time it's her first broadcast she's talking about you know be yourself all that her usual nonsense not nonsense it's no, a good message no I but... fucking
1: don't like this I do not like this shit I do not like this shit I, not like this shit. I did not like about lemonade and i'm sorry to you guys that were younger in the 2012s and the 13s that love these movies it's all just i wrote a note about this later but i literally just want to say it it's just like all these stupid latitudes that mean nothing mm-hmm. and are tied to nothing like i want to watch like something actually like a character actually overcome something and like that's the message like don't just tell me the message don't just go be yourself. Be the real you. You gotta be you. That's just nonsense words. That's like Jada Payne Smith on a Red Table Talk saying the word journey a million times. You're not saying anything. You're just saying healing and journey. Deep like cut <laughs> reference I
0: don't understand.
1: It's, it is, it's a very popular reference right now. It just happened. But it's like... That's nothing. Like, actually show me Troy Bolton being himself and running on stage at the musical, and that's the lesson. I don't need you to fucking tell me a million times, be yourself.
0: I actually think it does it better than Lemonade Mouth, where Lemonade Mouth's message was be heard, but then also support clubs, but then also stick with your friends. That message was was everywhere. But this one
1: is also everywhere. It's
0: It's also not... Well, no, it's clear, but they just hit it over your head with you in the most ungraceful way, so take your pick. But to my point about her... Just taking big swings, Is I was expecting her to play it very low key. She then tells all of her listeners to wear red tomorrow, uh, which, you know, you so you, you know,
1: but then like again, be yourself so by wearing so you the same. know that we're in this together. It's like a teacher. Like, it's like a after school special. Like, you're supposed yes. to be cool. And it's like Hands kids. Across America. Yeah. Like, oh, but, then, but this is,
0: so this thing where she makes everyone wear red. It's really where it hit me, where it was like, this is an actual radio show going out to all of Seattle. That's where the movie takes place. I don't know if we said that. But, but like, it's
1: focused directly on our high school. It's directly
0: on our high school. Who is listening to this? Then, least <laughs> I will give them credit that at least they mentioned kids from other high schools are inspired. And I'm like, okay, at least that's other high school kids. Like, there's no way people like on their drive home from work are tuning into Radio Rebel. Like, it's nothing. And they're like,
1: those kids are wearing red tomorrow.
0: I'm going to wear red too. I don't know. But yeah, so then Cammie's like, great job. Cool. Um, and then we catch the next day and everyone's wearing red. I literally don't have anything interesting that happens on the red day. Do you?
1: The only thing that happens on the red day is Audrey is still mad. Yes, this is, this is really mad at Debbie Ryan for not telling her, not coming over to her house the night before because Debbie didn't go. She had to record as Radio Rebel. Right.
0: But then like she's wearing red. And so Audrey's like, Oh, you did listen to Radio Rebel. I see, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said you weren't going to because of family. And then so Debbie's like, I'm, what i'm just gonna whatever who cares uh tara's like i'm radio rebel and audrey's like great i don't believe you so then she has to like take her back to her bed her bedroom and like play the voice modulator and be like oh my god you are radio and
1: rebel. i literally blacked out this entire scene because the overacting between the two of them for this entire block was so grating i literally couldn't watch it directly on i was like no, scrolling instagram it's
0: nothing i think i there i don't care about either of them um <laughs> you know what we're we're about to get into the shakespeare stuff and i'm not spiritually prepared for that at this time so let's take oh, a God. let's take a quick break oh how would she say it uh check out this sweet song really, everybody vibe, on really, it. really vibe on it let it ride <laughs> dig
1: into it dig
0: into it and we'll be, and your podcast rebels here we'll be right back with you here we go Liked that one. I was by
1: that my new favorite band,
0: Red Letter Day, or whatever. <laughs> there's, there's another one that I don't remember. It was
1: like, yes, we can. I don't. Yes, I, say yes. Emma. Yes, I literally
0: again. don't care. I don't. I don't have enough brain space to dedicate mm. to this film. So they. This might have been set up more in another scene where Stacy and Gavin and Tara are all in a, the Shakespeare Project together. They all have to do this scene. Stacy from is,
1: Twelfth Night. From
0: Twelfth Night. Stacy's apparently directing. For some reason, everything we know about her would imply that she She'd would be the one to act. And especially since it's an explicitly romantic scene. You and ex- she's going
1: to prom she, at with At this Gavin. point, it
0: has been confirmed. Did she we see to-
1: that she's going to prom with I, Gavin? Yeah. Did we even get
0: there? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm actually having trouble because my notes go straight to when they're rehearsing in the theater. But there is a scene where they're in a the class and they drop this. And I don't remember where that I don't happens. remember.
1: But they're going to prom together. They're going to prom he asked together. He
0: her. He asked her off screen. That's no, happening. no,
1: I think he asks her.
0: Well, he was asking her in that class, but then Tara ruined it by tripping and falling. <laughs> yeah, Tara yeah,
1: literally fell to the floor. <laughs> really I through. forgot about that. Okay, um,
0: and then Ga- they Gavin and her also connect a little bit in that thing, being like, "Oh, cool T-shirt. Um, I love that band. Freaking. Oh, this was I, bet- I, bet- same- I bet. I bet this was the day before the Radio Rebel broadcast. I think. Okay. Um, the day of the Radio Rebel broadcast, and he's like, "I love that band," and she's like, "You do?" And he's like, "Yeah, you should check out this other band." And like. They're trying to chat and have a fun time, and then Stacey's like, um, no, eyes on me, we need to focus on this project.
1: <laughs> so they have a similar taste in music.
0: They have a similar taste in music. There's a connection there. Tara it's...
1: still has a hard time talking to him.
0: Yes, but she's getting better at it. But and... there's
1: literally a scene here where literally the Stacy girl, like, asks her, like, if she's okay, and I think she has, says she looks constipated, and I was like, I agree. Yeah. She does look constipated. Well, so,
0: they're in, like, the theater of the school, which is very small. Oh, and I was talking about
1: the classroom still.
0: Oh, sure. Well, no, but that's the, con- the constipated thing comes up when they're in the theater.
1: Oh, is it in the yeah, theater? Yeah,
0: because they're reading their scene and I was so confused and I was fully not understanding what's going on because they're both start reading these scenes for Twelfth Night.
1: But it's not Shakespeare. It's not
0: Shakespeare. It's like, yeah, did you see my pants? I'm totally a guy. So when
1: you say they're reading she- scenes from Shakespeare, they're not. So when they started talking, I was like, are they running the scene right now? Like, what are they doing? And then
0: that's when I remember that the teacher said we would be translating lines of Shakespeare. And so what I thought that was going to be, it was going to be a no fear Shakespeare spark notes. Like, this is what it means in modern English. This
1: is the horrifying, like, hey, yo, Juliet, it's Rami, Romeo, I'm gonna come to your window. Like, when <laughs> they, they like, try it, to, but, but it's basically it's that. that when they try to, like make Shakespeare cool for the it's kids. Like, it's like
0: Shakespeare by emoji or whatever. Oh, it's like so
1: fucking stupid. It's
0: awful. And so they do this whole scene, and they're very close together, and it's supposed to be very romantic, and, like, it's showing to us the audience who already knows there's a spark there, there's a spark there, but what it's it's really showing us, too, is Stacy, because they're, like, really close together, and it's like, oh, they're, like, there's a vibe of a kiss, but then Stacy just comes up, and is like, okay, a few notes. (laughs) Gavin, you're perfect, you're doing amazing, honey. Tara, there's a difference between emotive and constipated, you look constipated.
1: (laughs) And I said, good note, she should put that in her back pocket. You know what, Debbie Ryan should take that note.
0: And then they, she's like... and all. Also, I think it would be best to block the scene if he was here and you were way over here and she puts her in like the back of the stage. And I was like, okay, so she does understand that there's very obvious sexual chemistry between her and Gavin. And then... Tara starts to say something, and Stacy's like, shut up. And then Gavin's like, no, no. Tara, do like Radio Rebel would say. I assume you're a fan of Radio Rebel because you wore red yesterday. Say what you're going to say. Say what you really believe. And she's like, you can't block the scene like this. It's a scene about love, and we need to be close together. And then this was so Gavin's weird. like, you're totally right, Stacey. You're right. We wrong. gotta be like, close together. Uh, yeah, so cool. So then we... Oh, God, I just, every time I'm, like, reading a few lines ahead of my notes and I see something. I
1: don't even know where we are.
0: So they do that rehearsal scene, and then she's like, "I we need to practice some more at my house tonight at 7 p.m. And Tara's like, nope, can't do that because I'm Radio Rebel. What? No, family dinner. That's not what happens. <laughs> um, I have family dinner. And she's like, okay, we'll Every
1: Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Every Wednesday night. Obviously a lie. She has to record Radio Rebel.
0: Yes, and so then we cut to Radio Rebel. More vague platitudes happen. But the important thing is, is that
1: they insinuate. Is this what you're going to say?
0: I was going to say that she tells everybody to dance at 8 a.m. tomorrow. No,
1: but the whole, no, 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 This is more back to the most disturbing character, the principal. Oh, the yes! Fact that the reason yes. she tells them to dance is that she insinuates that the principal, when we saw them confiscate her mp3 player earlier, was keeping all of their no, electronics.
0: not insinuating, because the t-
1: principal is, like,
0: leaned up against her old-time radio because she's an adult, and, like, has clutching a, lo- a box of electronics and she's making things like, the, th- the teachers think they can take away our music. You can't take away our music it's who we are it's, it's what the we soundtrack do. of our like, lives it's the soundtrack of our lives uh, and then, and she's holding the mp3 players and I was like so the school is stealing the mp3 they're players they're
1: taking them for the day like he would a cell phone
0: they are not returning them if I was a parent and I had to keep buying mp3 <laughs> players for my child because the school was keeping them I would be furious Like <laughs> I bought
1: my kid four mp3 players this year and like you can't do, like you just can't do that
0: um, and so that's, this is when Marino really becomes like an antagonist I guess because she's openly saying like our principal sucks and she's not listening to us etc and this is like what will fuel her vendetta against Radio Rebel but then she's like and you know what to show her how important music is we should all just get up and dance at 8am tomorrow no matter what you're doing where oh, you are oh we
1: also missed an important thing at the end of this rehearsal scene Gavin drops oh, yes, a CD sorry. Gavin drops a CD he's like oh it's my new demo from his stupid the band G's. the G's and she's like oh like that's sick or whatever and she whatever she sees that it exists yes he then as he's hurt. He drops he, it again. He, he drops it again. The butterfly. He dropped it like two times in 40 minutes. He drops it again and then leaves. And, you know, Debbie Ryan picks it up, and instead of chasing after him, she just pockets it. So on Radio Rebel that night, the same night that she's like, we gotta dance tomorrow at 8am, the principal's taking all our mp 3 players, she's like, here's a new song from one of the coolest bands, like the G's. Like, mm-hmm. here it goes. And she plays the G's on the legit radio, this high right. school band. Which Something is like an amazing break she for she could
0: only have access but to. It's
1: a demo on a physical CD that no one else has. And he's saw her and showed it to her. So it's a straight line. The and last time run. he saw it was
0: when he was with her.
1: And I'll It's a straight line back to her. And I'll give them credit that
0: the explanation they go with for how this doesn't immediately out her to Gavin does make sense. But
1: she doesn't even come up with that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's just like he we see this Radio Rebel. Everyone's going to dance tomorrow.
1: This is where she also says, I want you to vibe on it. And I want you to really yes, dig into it. Yes, that is
0: what she says. And so then we cut to dancing the next day at 8 That a. damn hat that, is back. That damn hat is back, <laughs> unfortunately.
1: <laughs> well, I screamed during this part. It made you rewind it. <laughs> yes,
0: because so everyone's just dancing. Tara's-
1: Some of the worst dancing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: just bad. Tara's, Tara and Stacey are the only two sitting. Stacy has my favorite line in the film, not because it's good, which is, Radio Rebel doesn't tell me when to dance. (laughs) Uh, Because her hate of Radio Rebel has only intensified. And then Gavin goes up because Gavin goes up and tries to get her to dance and she's like, no. And then so Audrey goes over to Tara who's sitting and is like, come on, get up and go and dance with Tara. Take your own advice. Take your own advice. And then Emma, would you like to say what happens? Then
1: Gavin does something so Utterly unhinged. I, everyone's just kind of like swaying around flailing their arms. It doesn't look good. Gavin does something interesting and it was a choice where he walks up to her and just hinging at the waist snaps like a jet.
0: He's like just doing that and just standing kind of being like yeah I can just snap. Him. I yeah. can just and snap. And then he recognizes him and he's like oh it's now so we're scary. getting a real snap going and then he goes right towards her and then like he's running towards her and she's going towards him and then Stacy sees this. It's and like then...
1: bad musical theater. It's like guys and dolls like he's like. oh, la, la, now, la, la, la. I,
0: that is rude to guys and dolls. It is just bad bad in general but then yeah Stacy slides in between him and just starts like shaking her body rapidly shimmying Shimmying.
1: guys I know it sounds like we're making stuff up right now like it sounds so crazy. I,
0: I wish you guys but
1: This all actually happened. I wish you
0: guys could see me. Like I started this you probably can hear it in my voice, but I started this episode being like, "Hey guys, we we're going to talk about a bad movie." Haha. And now my head is just like half in my hands. This just, all happened. Uh, I'm
1: not I'm not exaggerating this. This is what happened. So that's
0: what Gavin considers dancing, I guess. And then we go to lunch, and then he's like, "Hey, This is
1: when he comes up to yes. her." And I'm like, "Hey, you dumb bitch, you blew it."
0: Of course. And he's like, "Tara, can I talk to you?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "I you're the only one that had the demo." So you you have to be the girl who gave it to Radio Re- gave it to your dad to give to, to Radio Rebel. Rebel. Oh my gosh, thank you. That's so nice. And I know she's your like,
1: dad runs Slam FM. Yes, and
0: she's like, yes, that's exactly who I am. Don't think about it any harder, otherwise you will realize that I absolutely am <laughs> Radio <laughs> Rebel. So it doesn't give him the CD <laughs> back to what I was expecting.
1: But what's even crazier, and that this is this, I don't. This is where he says the worst line of the movie. Yeah, like I, that song's good, and like I'm glad it got. Oh played, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like I just want to like do. So. He wants to be a real musician, which <laughs> me and Luke were against from the jump. No, I mean, I, like,
0: I, I wasn't against it here. If you want to do that, you want to do that. But he's like, I want my music to have a message. I, so he, like to I want something. to be Lemonade Mouth, even though Lemonade Mouth wasn't very good at saying what they were trying to say.
1: He wants his music to have a message, and right now he feels it's a little bit soulless. A little shallow. And this is where he says something, that is the worst line in the movie, he goes, People are hearing me, but they're not hearing, hearing me. me. And I said, maybe that's because you're wearing an ugly necklace, sir. Yeah, you're you wearing could not that. stand this necklace. <laughs> I hate, I hate men and jewelry. I absolutely." So I like would never have noticed minutes. his
0: necklace but you went oh I, uh, his jewelry I
1: hate it I hate it I'm sorry I'm sorry and it's thing, like a bad Hollister necklace
0: the thing I noticed that I think I don't know if it was meant to be a joke or not but made me laugh was he's like alright cool Tara I'll talk to you later and then he walks away and grabs the applesauce off of her tray he
1: and, the, her food. and I was like did he just
0: take her food for no reason like what was that about
1: yeah cause he came up with no, no food. food he
0: had nothing and then he's like <laughs> Roger for tray. you later Tara thanks I for the sauce
1: they all knew that this <laughs> the script with just like a fucking garbage heap so they're like how many weird choices can we make without but like, like calling cut
0: that's like, the perfect opportunity for one of the classic disney channels saying something like it's a joke by the way can i have that applesauce cool thanks tara and then like that's not a joke but that he just
1: takes it
0: he just takes it so then uh yeah there's like a radio rebel there's a radio rebel show Again, more of the she's same. She's doing
1: this platitude thing, and then she's like, don't take our music away, mm-hmm. movement. And I'm like, maybe it's just because of the world we live in, like, now that I, like, we have real things that are really at the forefront. Like, don't take our music away. It's not a social cause no. I care about. No. I don't really care about this. And she's talking about it like she's a fucking freedom fighter. Yes. And I don't give a shit.
0: It's not important. It's not important to garner this kind of attention. But so then she gets the idea that, like, I think, oh, yeah, I think. Also,
1: the principal has now, after yes, the morning. Was, yes. No, not after the morning. It's after the lunchtime thing, when she really ups the ante.
0: Oh, I thought it was here, and then that causes her to push her advance.
1: No, I think it's after the lunchtime thing.
0: No, I mean, you might be right. I think you're right. I
1: mean, she already hates Radio Rebel. I just and, forget what And she's mad about right. the dancing. thing, wants run in their seats. She's already against Radio Rebel... Yes, no, you're right, band, you're right, you're right. But then things get really, really... I just don't
0: I just remember how she jumps to this, because she's like, I know exactly what we're gonna do to up the ante on my 8 a.m. dancing thing.
1: I'm gonna have the Cammie cue. She has
0: Cammie roll up to the school with, like, a radio van that has speakers at on. At lunch. And it's playing music, and... They're, it's I,
1: playing I, Debbie Ryan's own cover of We've Got to Is that beat. where this is?
0: I think so. That might be what I play at the break. I don't know, I haven't decided yet, but...
1: I love that G song.
0: I don't. Where it's so
1: glad. Ban- Oh, maybe that, that one. No, one. That one's
0: not bad. <laughs> I'll have to see. We'll see. But so she's playing music and then they're like, ha, Marino can't get mad at us because this is during our lunch break. So it doesn't matter that it's not during school time. And then Marino comes out and yells at Cam. He's like, you're on school property. She's like, uh, technically I'm on city property and I have a permit. So bleh. then she steals more kids MP3 players. She's going back into the building.
1: And that's where she starts her descent into full madness mm-hmm. and says, "I if you know who Radio Rebel is, report them to me, but have them show themselves, then they're going to be expelled. She's now threatening to expel Radio Rebel.
0: This is also the scene that made for me-
1: For doing ostensibly nothing wrong. For doing nothing school
0: <laughs> related. The thing, this is really the scene that made me realize that how insane this plot is. Because Stacy says to Kim, her assistant, she, first she takes over our airwaves, now she takes over our lunchtime. Mean, I don't think any high schooler in 2002 used the term airwaves seriously.
1: <laughs> she also, Stacey has this running bit of making puns out of Radio Rebel's Oh, God, name. I
0: forgot. But by the I didn't end want of the movie, they it. run
1: totally out of gas. So here she's at least some, got some ground to stand. She goes, I'm um, Radio Whore Rebel. No, like, that's not Marvel. ground. That's not good.
0: <laughs> the only decent one... I
1: have no barometer left of what is good or The bad. only
0: decent one is when she's talking to the princess a little bit and i think she uses this as like all of those radio rabble out there that's not bad that one works better and then she yells at oh also we forgot to introduce this part of it um she yells at kim to go vote for her prom queen again which in one implies she's stuffing the ballot box yeah. to be prom queen number two there's a prom king and queen obviously because there's, there's a big so dance many
1: plots. and
0: stacy <laughs> wants that crown more than life itself
1: also when the principal threatens to expel radio rebel why is she just screaming into an open hallway instead of getting on the pa again
0: to be more dramatic obviously and emma we can't question her decisions. The woman is unhinged.
1: I, I uh... This we go to band we practice. We go to band practice
0: with the G's. <laughs>
1: the two speaking G's and the other silent G's. The silent G's. <laughs> yeah, that
0: is what they are. They're the silent G's. Oh, that's a great title. Yeah. Emma's pumping her hands in the air, but You can't see it. <laughs> They're in the middle of a song, and then Gavin just stops playing and is like, guys, I hate to say it, but I think we could do a lot better. Like, we should be doing music that reaches people, that really says something about who we are and what our music is trying to say. And then Gabe, Gabe, <laughs> Gabe devolves into an, a jerk and like an asshole later on in the film. But in this scene, he is 100% correct. Cause he looks at him and he goes, okay, f- first of all. <laughs> Don't stop in the middle of the song. Can
1: we not have addressed this after we finished rehearsing this song? We're
0: trying to practice. They were
1: like in a chorus. Yeah, they're
0: in the middle of the song. Like, don't do it in the middle of the song. Second of all, we just got famous. We're just trying to give people what they want. And also,
1: we're high school kids. Yeah, we're high school kids. That's like, we're so fly. Is a great message for high school kids. He says
0: people just want to party and have a good time, and we're supplying that. Like, there's nothing wrong. It's not like they're putting out music that's like freaking do drugs, burn towns, get money. <laughs> I don't know it's literally just like hey have a good time and then he's like what does this music even mean like and, and yeah so Gabe here is totally just like okay all of that everything you just to quote Luke Skywalker incredible everything you just said was wrong let's just focus on the songs uh, we got and we'll move forward from there and, and I was like, like that's a okay. valid
1: point none of the other band members weigh in and we move on
0: and so then we cut to another Radio Rebel bit and it's, there's nothing really to remember of it
1: We're, this is where they start talking about how she's sending shockwaves to other schools mm-hmm. and then and they're like, oh, people over at Lincoln High or like East High, or started the pops, High. whatever, started the pops and non-pops alliance. Oh yeah, they
0: brought that up again. <laughs>
1: Can Disney just like have an inch of actual activism? Pops and non-pops alliance?
0: The important thing I took away from this session of Radio Rebel is that she says, does confirm that non-high schoolers live this. And she says, I had got an email from this guy <laughs> oh who hasn't been in high school for 40 years and he said, my show inspired him to go to his boss and ask for that raise he's been deserving. Good on you, dude. And I was like, that is the saddest man who has ever lived. That <laughs> right. man is one of those guys who peaked in high school and was just holding no, on to that glory. No, and he that wasn't man never anywhere.
1: peaked. He's never <laughs> He's forty years old, listening to Radio Rebel in his car as he cries and breathes into a sandwich bag, like he as his
0: divorce papers sit on the dashboard.
1: <laughs> that was so quietly sad. No, it was loudly sad.
0: It was loud. It was really sad.
1: It was a scream. <laughs>
0: So cry for help, <laughs> let's be real. Then we cut to school.
1: She's wearing the hat again, but of in course, a different she's color. Wearing, she's
0: always wearing the damn hat.
1: <laughs> I wrote, does she have that hat in every fucking color? Yes,
0: because it's the one damn hat. I don't have any notes Fear of what happens in this school scene, other than Gabe is revealed. Also, I kept thinking his name was Gary, but it's Gabe. Um, <laughs> also,
1: you don't have a note about Gavin showing up with a full jerry curl and wearing the Thriller jacket? Oh, this is the
0: Thriller jacket
1: part, yeah! Um, so this is just more
0: like her and him, like, meeting each other and, like, being,
1: being, doing That was crazy! He's cute. been wearing t-shirts the whole time, and then he even yeah, a thriller jacket. And then
0: he's like, he goes up to her and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna have a new demo for you to give to Radio Rebel soon." She's like, "I'll absolutely do that." And then he's like, "Cool." And then Gabe comes around and is like, "Ooh, you're co- cozying up to Tara because her dad works for Slam Gabe FM. Gabe
1: also—they try to tell symbolism through his clothes. I think I'm gonna give them that. Is that they, as he becomes a douche, they just slowly layer on more scarves and yes. vests.
0: <laughs> they really go all in with the scarf look later. He's
1: wearing six scarves by the end of the movie. He can Same barely scarf. walk; he's tripping over his
0: <laughs> scarves. But he's like, "Hey, great move." Cozying up to her, very smart, and he's like, "Oh, um, actually, her name is Tara, and she's like a really nice girl." And he's like, "Yeah, dude, I don't care, care. about that." And then I'm like, "Okay, so I guess now he's a jerk. Otherwise, he just seemed to have normal band concerns."
1: <laughs> this is where she did the thing where they all called in and said what they're afraid of. There's all these. There's yes. so many mini scenes. There's.
0: there's- I, it's like, oh god. Um, the principal threatened to expel Radio Rebel. If she gets found out, I and mean, then isn't this where the dad comes in? The
1: dad comes in and is like, "Yo, this has gone too far. We yes. can't let you get expelled. We gotta stop this." And she was like, "I gotta do this. I've gone we gotta too far. fight. There's no going back." Mm-hmm. And then she goes into her show again, yes. so that it doesn't. And also, this is like I... the last time we see the dad. Also, no,
0: we see. It's the only time he talks. Oh. We see him again at the end, but I don't last care. line. Don't yes. Don't care. And then he's like, "This is the most I've ever heard you talk, Tara." I guess that's bonding. Anyway, I'm gonna disappear. From We're the gonna song.
1: say that 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 plot line is.
0: Close. tied up even Close. though it was Close. barely a thing okay so she goes into her show
1: and this is where she's like you know we've ever been scared like i'm scared of you know disappoint or whatever and she's like call in and tell me what you're afraid of and so she
0: says call in and she looks that she sits down at the computer looks immediately at the, looks at the phone lines they're all dead and just goes huh I guess nobody wants to say. Well, maybe a song, and then Cammy like task guys is like lines one through twenty. Everyone's calling in, and I was like, yeah, because she waited a, <laughs> a second. <laughs> second. No one could have dialed the phone fast enough. That's not how calling into a really? radio show it's works.
1: Like, looks like no one. Oh, yeah,
0: she would have be like, all right, I'm gonna play a song, and we'll come back and start taking your calls. She just said, all right, call in. Oh, I guess no, no one's calling in. So
1: really getting demanding, radio yeah, rebel. And then we just But get, Then they call in the most insane things. The one kid was like scared of the kid who has the the car is scared, scared of blackouts because
0: he's a nerd, guys. Audrey, she doesn't say this at this point, but it's stupid, so bears repeating, is that she's afraid of hyenas. She brings
1: up hyenas a lot. A
0: lot. She's faced her fear, I guess. Can't, can I think, even says so what she's afraid of, but I don't remember. And then Gavin calls in and is like, I'm afraid that, like, is gonna be good. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. remember.
1: I don't know, guys. I don't guys. remember. But the important thing to note here is that, like, mid-broadcast, she runs out of the booth and Audrey goes, where are you going? Oh, God. <laughs> How did you forget this, Luke?
0: Because I, I blocked it. And, I blocked and it from my mind. She
1: runs onto the roof of the studio, opens her arms, and screams, I'm afraid to show people the real me.
0: Was that so popular they, on TikTok? Yes. Like it Okay, good. And then
1: they zoom out dramatically, so she's a dust in the distance, screaming. Again, someone experiencing a mental break.
0: Emma, um, how would you describe my face right now?
1: Luke looks lost. He looks like a man who's been put pushed to his limit. So,
0: um, that happens. Everyone says what they're afraid of. Then we cut to school, and guess who's been nominated for prom queen? It's Radio Rebel. And she's like, oh, no, I don't want to be prom queen. And she's like, if they... Pro- this if, is if, such
1: a nothing-burger if, of a problem. If
0: Radio Rebel wins, I'm going to have to go up there and reveal myself. No, you and, don't. And no, you no, don't. You you don't. Just There's let- no
1: law that says you have to get up there. And then,
0: and admit it, they actually referenced this. Later, once the scene plays out in a way you wouldn't expect, it would just go to the runner-up then. Yeah. Because Raidie Rebel is not a real person, technically. Like, so it wouldn't matter. It
1: doesn't... It also doesn't matter at all, because it's prom queen. Who cares? Stacy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she doesn't get that she can just say no to getting up on stage and just keep living her life. But she's nervous about this now. And then she goes home, and their mom is like, oh my gosh... You got nominated for prom queen. And by you, I mean Radio Rebel. How exciting. I can't believe you're going to go to prom and be prom queen. And she's like, I don't want to do any of that. And the mom's like, all I care about is you doing that. And, and it's, you're doing it. we didn't know it. that no, until I, right
1: now. And, and it's and like, also, why are we now introducing another thing that her mom was obsessed with her going to prom? And this
0: is why I don't like this mom or either of the parents, but specifically the mom, if your daughter doesn't want to go to prom, don't make her go to prom. She's very shy. And also,
1: why are we just introducing this character, in the mom? She was just a wacky person who liked grape tomatoes on her fingers.
0: And I can't care of any of my um, mouse about it and i especially won't care after this because then they go to school again and the principal gets on the piano and she's like, "Well,
1: why are all the scenes five seconds long?"
0: Well, I think it's just that, that's just us and me just trying to get through this, so I don't have to talk about this movie anymore. But, but no,
1: they really are. They like, are there's not a they long, are. really heartfelt conversation there. No. There's, there's never no hard. To, th- you're right. There should be a hard, hard somewhere. somewhere
0: in this
1: movie. <laughs> like, there's never something that's like a really long out, like like drawn out, like dialogue <laughs> even heavy. Even the,
0: even the big prom scene at the end feels like it's like five minutes. It's five minutes. compared and to we like, just
1: keep cutting back to the same classroom and cutting back out of mm-hmm. it back to Radio Rebel.
0: Yeah, so, so then
1: we are back at school.
0: Yes. And principal gets on the PA and is like, "Guess what, bitches? Radio Rebel hasn't revealed themselves, so I'm canceling Cancel- prom," which is the most insane thing. Because, again...
1: But she's, again, a woman on the edge. She a woman on the edge.
0: But if I'm a parent of the children at the school, and there's, like, a, chi- a child is doing an un- not-school-related radio show and criticizing my policies, so prom is canceled, canceled for everyone. I would say, you can't do that to my daughter. This principal
1: would be fired. This, I mean,
0: this Yeah, this principal, I'm fairly certain, gets fired by the end of the film. Also, off-screen.
1: Stacey's burns have gotten even worse. And in this scene, she uses the burnt radio feeble, which is just... So I
0: just can't. Bad. I just can't. I don't care. It's so
1: bad. It's
0: nothing. It's nothing. It's what the words that are coming out of her mouth are nothing.
1: But then people turn on Radio Rebel. Yes. So then there's protests outside the station.
0: Outside the station, and I thought again, as Emma said, sweet, innocent, believing in things. Lucas, I was like, oh, good. People are protesting the principal's insane decision Luke. outside of the school. Luke. And then you see Stacy and I was like, "Oh, weird. Stacy's against the principal on this because apparently the principal loves Stacy." Oh no, wait. Everyone's holding anti-radio rebel signs and they're outside of the studio. Yep. That's and it's again like covered by the news and they have to sneak in by getting Camby to sneak out and attract all the attention.
1: But here's an important tidbit. As they're picketing outside the station, and I think maybe this was earlier too, there is someone in a full body sandwich costume. Well, yes, yeah,
0: so we I, the, we see this because of the two who shall not be named, yeah. they're 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 standing there. But we have seen
1: that next to the station there is someone in a There's full a sandwich body shop. sandwich shop. There's a sandwich There's shop. Sa- sandwich shop, and someone in a full body sandwich who's costume who's
0: like got a sign being like, "Hey, come get a sandwich." Like, yeah,
1: and you can't see their face. You can't see their face. I assume, as any person would, that Debbie Ryan at one point is going to need to get in that sandwich costume to sneak in or out of the studio to hide her identity. Right. Why else would you introduce a faceless sandwich?
0: True. We'll get there in a second. Because first, she has to get yelled at by everyone who ever loved her oh, in, this, yes. in this radio session. But I'm just session. saying,
1: before, we, before she's in the end of the radio session, we have is, seen a sandwich. There
0: is a sandwich. <laughs>
1: means, I'm, a, I'm not getting I'm, into the end of it. I'm establishing Let anything. me tell
0: you a story about a sandwich, man. Um, So she gives her thing and opens the phone lines. And everyone's just like, I've never loved you, Radio Rebel.
1: Dream Crusher. Dream, dream
0: Crusher. Crusher. Yeah, somebody says Dream Crusher. <laughs>
1: it's like a chant. It's like a mantra they're yelling at her. Yes. It's a horrifying montage. They have like floating heads coming out of like the black abyss. Horrifying. Mm-hmm.
0: And so she just gets yelled at. And then Gavin's like, I've always loved you, Radio Rebel, but. Oh, there's a girl She's going to try and impress at this dance. And she just, like, hangs up the phone, and she's like, I'm sorry. And then yeah. Audrey goes,
1: Stacy. They think it's Stacy still. Obviously, it's Tara. The dad does have another line here because he says something, like, supportive. Like, it's just, like, kids. Oh, yeah, like, they'll they'll, get, over they'll, they'll it. get over And I was like, it. his voice is so gravelly. He does sound like an SVU criminal. It's like he's been smoking a pack he a day. He has the hair
0: of one, for certain. And um, then they
1: need to escape the studio. The protesters are still outside.
0: Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is it's insane. Everybody blames her, not the principal. And it's insane. And also Luke,
1: insane. You're, you're rationing with an unfathomable. I know. But God. also it's
0: insane. Gavin is not on Radio Rebel's side of all people. He's the love interest. If there's one person you should be like, hey, I'm sorry. Everyone's so angry. Like, no, this you know, is the
1: all is lost moment. Like, yeah. Even yeah, the yeah. love interest has turned.
0: So there's a thing. I can't again describe how they get into this. She <laughs> says like. They're all thinking backwards or something. Cammie says is. that I think it's like and then, all these
1: kids are thinking. And like,
0: then she has like a Kaiser Soze moment <laughs> of everything falling together, and remember she just goes.
1: Debbie Ryan sees backwards. things coming in front of her eyes, and that she's we like, can't
0: "Backwards, sing. of course." And they're like, "What are you saying?" And she's like, "Don't you understand? Backwards." <laughs> and then she's like, Well, we've got to get out of here." So there's still news crew and people, protesters outside. So they call in a sandwich. And so apparently,
1: they order a sandwich. They start
0: a sandwich. And weirdly, the guy in the sandwich suit is also the delivery man, which to have delivery in that suit can't be easy. No,
1: not in small stairwells.
0: But, and actually, this is kind of another kind of okay joke. Is he? Because like, does anyone order this Italian meatball sub or whatever? And they're like hiding under the reception desk, and she, they're like, "Hey, we need a favor." And he goes, "Do you want extra marinara?" And Audrey's like, "Actually, yes, that would be great." And Debbie Ryan's like, "Not now." <laughs> that was a decent joke. So obviously, as Emma said,
1: they're gonna get in. They're gonna get suit.
0: in the sandwich suit, or at least Debbie Ryan's gonna get, get in, the in the sandwich, sandwich suit,
1: suit to hide her identity as they walk outside. Or
0: my thought. He's gonna. be human, so, he, human he's, he's gonna human barrier because he's a giant sandwich man and walk in front so nobody. And by can, the
1: way, guys, he's a flat, like, club. He's not like a hoagie. So no, it's like he, no. they would have both fit behind they him. They would have fit
0: behind him. And instead, what he does is. But guys,
1: he, I I actually could not believe what was happening. He, he walks outside to the protesters. He walks
0: outside of the protesters. Luke, I,
1: I'm gonna have you take this because I, I can't do I, it. Again. I don't think
0: I can either. But he's just like. <laughs> Hey everybody! And they're like, Mr. They dancing did. Sandwich, what no, do you have to say? Not
1: even
0: a <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Sandwich, <laughs> what do you have to say about Radio Rebel? And he goes, Well, I'm DJ Dancing Sandwich, and I'm here to say that
1: he DJ did. Dancing And he starts sandwich. like
0: spinning on the ground, break and dancing. dancing,
1: but not well. No, because he's in a sandwich <laughs> costume to distract them all with to his sick them, moves, which, and then it works. It works, and they all start watching it, and, it left- and then the girls slip out of the door.
0: And it leaves me with lasting psychological damage and here's the thing guys
1: <laughs> all my notes at this point have become all caps and all misspelled unless she doesn't get in the sandwich costume dj dancing sandwiched stop touching your fucking bangs
0: <laughs> so that happens and here's the thing guys you would think this is just another weird disney channel thing that happens at some point that is kind of played for a joke but don't even that funny. talk
1: about it don't even talk about it.
0: It's going to come back, is all I will say. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. So, uh, we come to school the next day, and it's the morning announcements. And who's on the morning announcements but Radio Rebel? How the
1: fuck is she patching? There's 20?
0: never explained. Never explained how this works. Because she's like... Hey guys Oh hang on I gotta do the voice Do the voice Hey guys It's Radio Rebel I know you're all Real bummed about She p- sounds
1: like A phone sex operator A little
0: bit I know you're all Bummed about prom Getting cancelled But I feel real bad About it Luckily I'm throwing The first ever Morp That's prom Spelled backwards
1: And it's gonna be Just be who you are Come as you real Come as stuff. you are
0: No tuxedos No limos It's all gonna be Paid for by slam Cause I can apparently Convince that radio station To do anything And
1: apparently It's raking in dollars Even though it was Failing two weeks ago
0: So yeah Don't even wear your dress like no one cares it's just a fun time and everyone's immediately like oh my gosh she saved us radio rebels great again
1: it so it's like an anti-prom off school ground that's how they're getting around this
0: but it's also really dumb
1: and stupid and i'm with stacy i want to wear my dress yeah but that, that's
0: the thing like if you already bought the dress and the tuxedo and the corsage would you just be like well do i ever, like return it now because i I'd, did already I'd... buy it and so then stacy hears this and is pissed off obviously because she's not getting the prom she wanted because like she can't wear a dress and she's like this is so selfish of Radio Rubble. She's making it all about her, and then I think she even looks at her and says, "That's what you were gonna do with prom anyway." And she's like, "Well, I, like, <laughs> she's not even thinking of prom king and queen." People were nominated, and then she's like,
1: "Why don't you call in? You're her number one. You're fan. Her
0: number one, after all. You're I'm sure she'd love to hear for your number. Her number one fan." And Stacy's like, Ugh.
1: "There also isn't like a good moment of Tara getting over her shyness. No. She just all of a sudden starts like serving sick burns to Stacy out of nowhere. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. she couldn't talk to her a week ago.
0: Yeah, it's not display. I guess you could make the argument that." it's very gradual and you don't need to make like a big show of it but it just loses its impact the way they do it um so then she's doing the radio broadcast later that night and is like oh guys you guys have a ton of questions about more which is great you're also psyched i love it first of all there will be king and queen people were nominated like, I'm sure that's the concern of my number one fan.
1: Why Rich, would she out herself? She just I, I, outs, outs herself.
0: Outs herself to stay Again,
1: you are so concerned with protecting this identity. You just tipped you just off the one person that hates you. Yeah. She acts later
0: like she didn't realize that, that she said that because like, Radio Rebel is like this alternate personality, I guess, that she has no impact So she goes over.
1: into a fugue state when recording? A, it seems and just like, like it. Someone, I don't know. Another person takes over, I like the I, mask?
0: I listen, I... Is that what you think the mask is about?
1: (laughs) Doesn't, like, another mask, like, is, like, a different personality?
0: Well, it, like, amplifies all of your inner desire. Yeah, Yeah, but you don't
1: remember what you're doing when you're wearing the mask. You wake up the next day and you're like, oh my god, I had the mask on last night. I don't remember.
0: Uh, I don't think that's. Not- I actually haven't seen the mask. I'm only passing <laughs> I the time with really. the mask.
1: I saw it like half I've of, seen it
0: once. Some <laughs> of <laughs> Son of Mask, the terrible sequel. I
1: don't. That reminds me of like Hitch 2, Son of a Hitch. Like that sounds <laughs> fake. Um, but real- I, I again, I've only seen part of the mask while about eight years old. So I don't really know why I thought the need to reference <laughs> it right now. But sometimes, as Radio Rebel would say, you gotta take big swings. And yeah, take but also risks.
0: sometimes you just don't want to talk about Radio Rebel, and I'm willing like, about a Jim Carrey movie you've never seen.
1: <laughs> so,
0: um, she immediately drives to Tara's house. I don't know how she knows where she lives, and says, "Yeah,
1: Stacy does." Uh, yeah,
0: Stacy's like, "Hey, is Tara home?" The second
1: she hears the direct call yes. out to herself.
0: Yes. And she's like, hey, Tara's mom with cherry tomatoes on her fingertips. <laughs> um, is Tara home? No, she's not. And I don't know when she'll be back. Bye. And the is like, interesting.
1: She keeps pressing her and basically the mom keeps covering for her. But mm-hmm. Stacey knows something is up.
0: Yes. And she talks to her the next day at rehearsal being like, I swung by your place last night and you weren't home. And I thought Wednesday night dinner was mandatory, you know? And the reason you couldn't do it is because you were Radio Rebel because you called me your biggest fan. Just like you didn't. She's like, that's just coincidences. Not, I have no lies. She, again,
1: maybe if you slip into the number one fan have A fucking story prepared, Deb. Have something figured out in your back pocket for why that happened. Yeah, like, I, like, like, I, like
0: I ran, I told my dad about you, and he told Radio Rabbit. Something flimsy. Which is the easiest lie.
1: Easier than it's a coincidence. Like, that's Ooh, nothing. Okay. And so then, so then so Stacey enacts an evil plan. Her
0: master plan, I would say. Which
1: she says, Okay, well, you know what? You're not Radio Rebel, but like, I'm gonna get. No, proof. no, no, no. She goes, Why don't you tell everyone right now? Right. Debbie goes, Why don't you just, okay, so if you're but so. Stacy isn't
0: convinced. She doesn't have any evidence. She doesn't have any Well, anything she rock is hard. convinced,
1: but she needs evidence to. So she's like, Debbie goes to her, why don't you just tell everyone right now if you're so sure that I'm Radio Rebel? She goes, okay, well, I don't have any proof, but I'm going to get it tonight. I'm having a party at my house. Everyone's invited. I'm going to, in the spirit of Radio Rebel, pops and non-pops and popsicles and everyone <laughs> and lollipops and everyone Guys, come on. <laughs> involved in this pop culture is going to be invited. And if you're not there, then I'll know it's because you're Radio Rebel.
0: Which seems very easy to get around because I would have looked at her and said, "Or I'm just not gonna be there because you're a bitch." Yeah. Because like, you're and you at get a bunch so of people hard. not to come. Yes, and she's like, "Okay, okay, great. Yeah, I'll be there. Great. Love, yeah, bye." And so then we cut to her insanely laid-out house where she's standing on like the band of the hot floor. So many floor. levels. There's the level, and the levels are so small. Like, yeah. The top floor is so small. And she's like looking down, and she's be—it's like it's almost seven o'clock.
1: Seeing everyone walk in the yes. door, someone, clocking everyone. Yes,
0: and then their other plan is they realize that if someone else doesn't show up, then they're ready. Then gone. they're ready, which again makes no what if sense.
1: Sick, because
0: like, you didn't because you didn't propose this. To everybody. You didn't say, all right. It's not like a murder mystery where it's like, whoever's not yeah, in the I room know. at this time is the murderer. Like, there's so many reasons not to come. And so then it's like, it's almost seven. We're going to get her. This is it. And then uh Tara walks in and is like, hi, guys. Not Radio Rebel. I'm here. And then she tells Kim to keep an eye on her. And then this is maybe the stupidest scene. No, that's a, a very high or low bar, high bar of stupidity to clear because the broadcast starts and radio rebels talking, and at first m and I thought the logical thing. Which is they use the voice modulator to make Cammy sound more like Debbie Ryan because it doesn't sound that much like Debbie Ryan. No, in it this sounds scene. fake. It sounds fake, but what it actually is because yeah. they don't reveal this immediately is that she basically recorded a bunch of clips of her being like, "All right, caller, you're on the air." Thanks and they're for calling just in.
1: using like a stock of these all of these responses. Yes,
0: yeah, so it's like and Here's they're making it just song. a
1: call-in show. She doesn't have to do a big speech, and they're just mm-hmm. gonna say this one's about you guys. So they just have to press the correct button for the appropriate response, and it's right. the mom and Cammy running the switchboard.
0: Yes, and so like Stacey. She's like, alright, I'm good. She's starting in Debbie Ryan's still there. she's like, Alright, I'm calling the station. And then that's when we see them start pressing responses. They mess up, and then so Debbie Ryan runs into the bathroom
1: and goes, Patch me in. She
0: gets on the phone and it's like, Patch me in Scotty. And then like And
1: she just starts railing into Stacy. She
0: starts railing into Stacey, but like people are like being like, hey, get out of the bathroom. And then she hides in a coat closet. and It's like, hey, can you have me in my coat? How
1: does everyone else not see Debbie Ryan sprinting around and how the how is she house? not
0: like breathing in the phone, like, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> But like also like they'd be like, what is that girl doing? This is a very small open- open house they can see her running around
0: it's a, it's like insane it's just it's a bad so scene so basically
1: the scene is she tries to outer Debbie Ryan patches in and actually somehow, against all odds, gets away with it. Yeah. And then she hangs up on her and she's like, "Stacy, like, you really need this. You're clinging to, you know, desperation. Insanity. Insanity. But click, by, so she somehow gets away with it. She's then in Stacy's room.
0: That's where she ends up. And this is where they throw the curveball of all curveballs. I would I mean, not say this
1: is the biggest curveball. No,
0: but it's not the biggest curveball, but it's the most one where I was like, why did we need this? She's like, what are you doing in my bedroom? She's like, I was looking for the- Stacey
1: after the call, then you know, yeah, was looking her. for Debbie Ryan. Yeah,
0: and she's like, I was trying to find the bathroom. It's a big house, and she's like, What are you doing? And she's like, Nothing. And then she's like, What? Well, cool.
1: Looking at your photos. Look at your
0: photos. Like a normal person. Uh, like, and
1: like, she was pushed fairly, you, know, you know, like
0: in high school. Looking at all your uh, photos. She's like, I especially like this one of you in second grade, and she's, it's a little girl holding a teddy bear and she has a tiara on she's like i remember how you used to dress like that every day and she's like yeah and how i got made fun of every day and she's like no i remember being how jealous i was that you were just like living your truth and like being who you wanted to be in the world i didn't know you got made fun of and <laughs> she's like yeah well get out of here and then she leaves i was just like are they trying to make us goddamn sympathetic towards this girl
1: yeah but they don't even do a good job they of that. expand
0: on it later but it's just you could have cut it from the film and lost
1: nothing but so then that, her hardship i the trauma this girl has overcome, keep in mind, is just wearing a tiara every day. It's her
0: own delusions of grandeur. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because, like,
0: the person that she wants to be in the world is a queen. She literally, there's a scene later where she's looking in the mirror going, you're a queen inside. (laughs) You're a queen. No matter what, like, she literally... Her person she is Is to have everyone Lower than herself Which yeah. is in it Which is Which is
1: In the opening scene She says why are you which talking Which is psychopathic
0: behavior Yeah And then they're like Oh man you should feel bad For this psychopath Because they got made fun of For wearing a crown to school In second grade So
1: anyway here's another Useless scene We're out on the lawn And oh, yeah, the, the G- G's are playing The G's are playing That banger We so fly Let's no, not the word
0: banger I, the I, I don't
1: know what's good anymore It's <laughs> just something I get attached to And they're playing And Gavin's no longer Playing the guitar now He's playing the keyboards He's No like, no no
0: He has the guitar is thrown around him and he will periodically play some keyboards and swing the guitar back around and start playing that
1: jack of all trades and then her and her loser friends are all on the lawn and then for some reason
0: hang on this is the most insane blocking i've ever seen audrey audrey and tara are standing literally shoulder to shoulder (laughs) they are just standing they were standing watching the band watching the band for
1: smiles at tara
0: yes and she's just and she's like oh i think Gavin smiled that was before they started playing And then this is, like, while they're playing or, like, as they're wrapping up. they are literally just been standing in the same spot, (laughs) doing nothing. And then Stacy just plows right through them. Body checks them. them. Body checks them right into the shoulders, the spot where they were sitting. And then she's like, Audrey spills her drink all over her. And she's like, oh, my God, how could you spill your drink on me at my party? How could you bump into me like that? And I was like, you guys know we can see what's going on, right?
1: (laughs) We have eyes. The hills have eyes. It's not like they were
0: dancing. The hills
1: have eyes, and we can see... What just happened? and also what was her plan if she was intentionally body checking I them she just made herself have to go change and miss the g's performance i
0: don't understand what this was <laughs>
1: All it, all, it was, over.
0: all it was was a scene for Audrey and Tara to be like, we don't care what you think. Because she's like, you know what your problem is? And she's like, Kara's like, um, I actually don't have time to hear what you think my problem is. So go away. Stacey's like,
1: I need to change, man. And then that's it. And then that's it.
0: Oh, then she leans to Kim and is like, all right. We need New to, plan. We need to put this to bed once and for all. How do they do that? The old pizza girl on Rollerblades trick.
1: They need a new way A new because this party didn't work to find out who Radio Rebel is.
0: Yeah. So she sends Kim into the radio station on Rollerblades being like, Hey, I got a pizza here. And she runs right past security. <laughs> we
1: and don't then, even really see a security guard yeah, try to stop no, her. No, he's
0: just sitting at the desk reading something. And she's like, hey, I got a pizza. And then she's like rollerblading between office doors. is like, Where's the recording studio? Meh. And then she finds it and she sees Cammie and Tara's mom.
1: So this is like a, per- like, this is right after, this is probably the middle of this party. Like they put her in those skates at, uh, right right after that soda scene. And then we're like, go to the studio right they now. They had
0: a pizza uniform ready to go. It was, yeah. And so she like sneaks up holding her pizza into the booth where they're, God, they have their so backs this turned. Is so and then she's like, I think we were are talking. They're just like, man, we really need it. I was like, yeah, I didn't think we'd be able to pull it off. We we're
1: having an innocuous conversation. And then mm-hmm. the mom's talking about Tara and how she's like worried that Tara's embarrassed of her. Again, a, a, a conflict we did not know existed. No. This movie is wrapping up. And we're like, um, okay, new thing. Show and then don't goes, tell. And then Cammy goes, but are you kidding? She loves, you. she talks about you constantly. You Show
0: don't tell.
1: <laughs> We've never seen Tara talk about her mom once. Nope. So,
0: no, no.
1: It's inherently not true. Show do tell is correct, but she's holding up her little iPhone recording then.
0: Yes, and she says something like, Tara was right. I guess you, I think we did fine. Tara was right. You can be in two places at once. And then she's like, all right, I got what I need, even though that was not in any way um, a and she turns it off, and then she starts skating out, and then slips and falls, and somehow dumps the entirety of the pizza on herself. Emma, would you like to say this? Because you found this, this very...
1: horrifying. This was disgusting. She's dumped the pizza on herself. It's somehow all over her face. And she turns around, because they now have followed her out, and they're like, uh, anybody order a d- double pop- pepperoni? Like, hold the pepperoni? Hold the pepperoni marinara? She says, like, some crazy thing.
0: And she I think was... she says, like, extra meat, vegetarian, like, vegan, cauliflower, like, all this stuff that doesn't make sense to- Together. and then
1: she's got like pepperoni and sauce all over her like face and hands and body and she goes yeah the pepperoni and shoves a piece of pepperoni like deep into her mouth i don't like to use
0: the word like, deep there
1: no it's what happened <laughs> and it was so sexual and disgusting <laughs> was and sexual. visceral it wasn't sexual but it was like visceral is it the was right word. visceral is the right word but it was like anybody would <sighs> pepperoni Again, the choice. Who told her to do that? What sucks the most about it is that this is
0: Kim's, like, one scene to be herself, where she's not working with Stacey, and she was like, I'm gonna go.
1: I was horrified by that scene.
0: It's, yeah, it's not great. Then... It cuts to the next day, and this is when they're finally giving their Shakespeare performances. And Stacy goes up to Tara and is like, "Hey, I got to talk to you real quick." And so we think she's about to out her, say, "I, I have evidence that you're a yeah. rebel." What she does instead is lock her in the janitor's closet and says, "Enjoy the after getting this assignment. I'm doing what I should have done in the beginning and performing the scene with Gavin," uh,
1: which we agreed she should have just done from the beginning. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> Tara can't write on the goddamn board. Why would you make? Why For would the you actress? The, what? What?
1: The actress. Why would you make her the actress? Right. Yes,
0: exactly. If the grade is dependent on everyone's performances. So, we see, like, Audrey go up and do her bit, another person, and it's all the same terrible dialogue of, like, Yo, bro, I can't believe... You're a Capulet, like, uh and whatnot.
1: I, this is where I actually, I know, like, I hate this Shakespeare thing. I mm-hmm. hate it so much. It was literally Kim up there going, um, hey, yo, Romeo, you're a cute guy, but, like, why are you such a Montague? Ew. Like, why the Capulets are cuter, and I was like, I'm gonna actually end it all. If I don't, this doesn't stop right now.
0: And then I wrote, why is, also, why is this part of her plan? And why then, not just tell her, I know you're Radio Rebel, I'm gonna uh, tell oh, her. But,
1: and also there's a crazy, crazy thing. For well, like, as is this is happening, Gavin's like, where's Tara? I don't know where she is. And then, like, uh, Stacey's like, she couldn't be bothered to show up. And so, like, we're gonna do it without her. And then, out of goddamn nowhere, his whole band is there in a closet. That like, Yeah, yeah.
0: that is, I, I, you know, that's... None uh, of them
1: were in that closet No,
0: and then he's like, hey, are you ready to do this super lame Shakespeare thing? And then is this where the band breakup
1: happens? Yes! And I said that De- Gabe's fedora and scarves are signaling his descent into madness, because he's now become an egomaniac with this band why were
0: they there i literally think they had they realized we had to have him break up so that they he could do the final song but they didn't want and to they, use another they, location they didn't know where to put it they didn't know where to put it and then he's like <laughs> and he's like listen man this
1: movie is such a shit show
0: and then he's like listen man there are fames going to your head that we've had for they two they literally
1: weeks. pop out of a closet like haunted mansion ghosts like they're out of nowhere
0: and no they don't pop out they're still just essentially standing in the doorway of the closet but they're
1: bad and, they, and
0: then, like, he says, like, yeah, well, we don't think it, the message matters, right? And then looks at the silent and they're just like, mm, mm. And he's like, all right, enjoy your solo career, Gavin. Like, bye. The band breaks up. I don't care about Gavin. No. She gets let out of the janitor closet, but not in time. Stacey goes on stage with Gavin. They do the scene. They have to kiss. And. She's like, shows up right Why the do they
1: get to kiss on the lips, but Debbie Ryan doesn't at the end? They kiss on the lips there.
0: Probably, they're They closer in age or something, one. Or two, there's some weird rule that if it's part of a...
1: Drama. Of, of
0: some kind of play thing. If, if it's not actually technically romantic. If
1: you're doing a hip version of Twelfth Night, nothing matters. Yeah, because I mean, like, think about how many
0: kids shows have play episodes where it's like, oh, someone's got... She's a...
1: older than him. Debbie Ryan is. Oh,
0: she's much older, I'm sure.
1: She's 27. He's 25 right now right they're now only a few so they're years two older.
0: years apart that's not bad but she was probably over teen He might have been under 18 but well, wait when were they born uh
1: 1993 she's exactly my age
0: she's your age and this came out so in 2012
1: i was in college freshman year of college i would have been 19
0: so she would have been 19 yes and he was 17 so they're not both 18 so they can't kiss
1: 1994
0: Oh, they said two years. You told me two years.
1: But 25. (laughs) I can't do this math. I guess maybe you're right. Maybe it lined up perfectly that he was 17 and she was...
0: Maybe. I don't care. We're spending too much time on
1: this.
0: (laughs) So they kiss. It's very dramatic. Also, she calls Audrey at one point, but she's... Audrey's on stage doing something
1: bonkers with a spork. I
0: don't even want to talk about it.
1: (laughs) There's a spork monologue that we are not even... That's how crazy this movie is. We're not even taking time to touch on the spork monologue. What was that even supposed to be? What... (laughs)
0: I, I don't care. I'm sorry,
1: Luke. I'm sorry. I just sometimes I just can't just, get just, past things.
0: Just, just, just end it. Just let's.
1: So then, Tara. Alright, that's is...
0: gonna do it for us this <laughs> month. I can't. I just can't. I almost just...
1: fell my chair. So then Tara gets out, and this is where they reveal that they have the clip that has her identity
0: and she played it and tara looks at her face and says that that, pre- proves- that <laughs> doesn't prove anything out of context <laughs> it
1: doesn't prove anything
0: like if someone just played you the clip of tara knows you can't it can be in two places you at don't once. know
1: where that was in, out of context it's not a video it's just a voice memo yeah so they don't know who was saying it where it was recorded
0: <laughs> it's lunacy is what it is, man. It's lunacy.
1: But then what happens?
0: So she's like, here's what you're going to do.
1: Tell everyone to vote for me. You're no. going to
0: tell everybody to vote for me prom queen, morp queen, excuse me. Or I'm going to email it to everybody in the school. And she's like, okay, fine. So we cut to the show and she has like another call-in segment. And this is where we cut into Gavin's room and see his first the first time. But Jack. I could not tell you what he's calling no, it No, I don't know. No,
1: it's something about being the real him.
0: Yeah, it's something about like if, if, I, it's,
1: if you had to guess, spin a roulette wheel. It's usually gonna be black or red. It's usually people about, don't
0: understand me. I can't be the real can't me. Can't steal my
1: music or don't be the real me. Can't be sure, the real me.
0: and then just at the end of the broadcast, she's like. By the way, I know a lot of you want to vote me Morp Queen so you can find out who I am, even though, again, that is not a requirement of me being no. crowned Morp Queen. But I don't really want that crown. Stacy, on the other hand, seems like she really needs Which is needs also like a burn. That. It is. She's like, seems like she could really, like, she needs it. She's Just, hanging
1: on by a thread, folks. Yeah. And Stacy's in her room listening to this, and she's like, nodding. Yeah, she's, she's like, like yeah, yes, I do this. need That's it. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, she's literally calling you desperate.
0: Yeah. And she's thirsty for that crown.
1: And then it's Morp, baby.
0: It is Morp. And Debbie Ryan walks in. Looking
1: horrible, guys. In the
0: outfit from the meme of her. From
1: the TikTok meme. They have her hair curled. So in like tiny, tiny little 80s curls everywhere. She's wearing black feather earrings, like a black netted skirt. It's a goddamn nightmare. And the only thing worse is what Audrey's wearing, which is a tiny top hat with feathers coming out
0: of it. Yeah, she is doing that. No, the only other worse are the three girls that they dress like Star Trek crew members.
1: (laughs) They were just in the background. They were just in the
0: background. And there's one wearing a red, a blue, and a yellow dress, but like with the belt perfectly. Star Star Trek. I can't describe it well, but they look like they're wearing Star Trek uniforms. I
1: think they were.
0: I, it's just a weird reference someone wanted to make. And then
1: the it's we're getting we're gearing up for the crowning of Morp Queen, and this is where we see Stacy have.
0: Well, yeah, because because Debbie has another shy panic attack. And when. Well, that's why they go backstage so Cammy can calm her down. Oh, okay. Like, which again, if they had just called these panic attacks, which is ostensibly what they are, I would say, "Hey, Disney Channel, great job, because people are they're suffering.
1: Shining a light on this, because okay. people live through panic, panic attacks. They,
0: it's a thing. Uh, but the thing—no, she's just shy. She's just shy. It's fine. We're
1: still gonna force her out of stage. We're not gonna put a label <laughs> on it. She's just shy. Um, and they're
0: backstage. She's like, "You're gonna do she's great.
1: Like, God, <laughs> taking a rattling breath.
0: And they just—this is the scene where you just see Stacy in her prom dress, just staring into her makeup mirror. You are a queen. No matter, <laughs> what, no matter what happens out there. You are a queen. It's like Dennis Reynolds getting on Hidge and it's always sending you are a queen. Um, so... Cami gets on stage and is like, alright, time to crown more queen and king. Now for king, we had two entrants. One of them dropped out. I... I... Oh, oh, god. We skipped the whole thing. Audrey told Gavin that... Stacy locked Tara in the janitor's closet and he breaks off with her. Yeah, he yeah oh off. yeah.
1: He comes up to Stacy at Morp and is like
0: No, no, not at Morp. Before Morp.
1: Before Morp.
0: And he says, well, I'm not going to morp with you. Oh, you're right. Because you locked Tara in a closet. But yeah,
1: okay, and that's fair.
0: And that's fair. And she's like, but we were gonna be king and queen. He's like, I've never cared about that, obviously. Um so she's like, yeah, one of them dropped out. So that just leaves Gabe, you know, that guy, I guess he's popular enough to be prom king now. And now, to, to do Morp Queen, there's Stacy. And Radio Rebel, and she reached for the envelope. Oh, also, um, it's crazy that only two people were nominated for both. Yeah, just insane. And then
1: one drops out. So one crazy, Gabe just... and his eyebrows win by default.
0: Second, for some reason, Tara's mom is there.
1: Why are parents at more?
0: That I, well, just hers, I'm, as far as I can tell. Also, Moreno is there because she needs to see who Radio Rebel is, yeah. obviously. And so she, Cami, opens the envelope and says, "The winner is," and like Stacey takes a step forward, and she just goes. Radio Rebel and like everyone's like yeah Radio Rebel woo and Stacey just look is just compartmentalizing all of her rage. Everyone's just kind of standing around, looking around, waiting for somebody to stand up. And Cammy also looks confused, and I was like, did you not talk over no, what's going to happen with I, Cammy?
1: I I have no notes for this actually. I my notes were why is the mom at the prom in all caps, and that's all I got. And they didn't really talk about what was going to happen, but so they seem to have a plan with lighting. They, yeah,
0: there's lighting. The dad's there. But like, why
1: does Cami look confused?
0: Because that's what I'm saying. She should be in on this plan. She's part of Team Radio Rebel. Then a voice comes in me and, like, I'm Radio Rebel, and I'm all of you, like... I don't even remember. I used to,
1: it's, I don't, it's all platitudes, so you can't yeah. remember. I used not- to be...
0: I was the girl sitting in the back who didn't say anything to anybody.
1: And now I found my voice. And now I found
0: my voice, like all of you. And I've been so amazing to be your voice or something like that. And then Debbie Ryan steps out and just goes, I am Radio Rebel. And then, like, some and people like, some people go, ah. And then everyone's just like, Yeah! And there's a, there's a big cheer. It's a big cheer. Because she wasn't really, like, unpopular. It's not like everybody hated her. And, and then... And then Moreno comes up doing a slow clap.
1: The principal, who appears drunk off her ass and
0: somehow controls the music the dad was playing on stage and turns it into a record scratch and he's like wow well, well
1: welly well what well. a nice little radio like she's nice... like slurring her words and stumbling across the I, stage I don't think
0: she's drunk she is insane she has lost <laughs> all sanity she has lost any grip she had on reality she goes
1: well now that i know that you're radio radio rebel don't bother showing up at school on monday cuz you're expelled so.
0: you're so expelled and she's so happy How, why am i at this non-school? function yeah. <laughs> no nah, let's not focus on
1: it's that it's not a school function she no. just snuck in and then this is the i am spartacus moment that also yes. went viral on tiktok audrey then looks up and goes no i'm radio rebel and then the gavin says i'm radio, radio rebel out. they all say it everyone says individually and cammy's like You can't expel all of them. You can't
0: expel all of them. And then any logical person would say, well, yeah, but it's very obviously Tara, (laughs) because she just played her voice modulated and sounded exactly like Radio Rebel, and she did it before everybody and made a whole, like, thing out of it. And so it's obviously Tara, so she will be expelled. But instead, the unhinged principal is just like, okay, bye, and then walks off the stage. And that's the end of that. I don't, I don't know how to take it. I just don't.
1: But then, no, no, no. But okay, then she takes the crown because she Mm -hmm. won Warp Queen. Yeah. And she holds it in her hands. She's like, yeah, but you know, as we just said, like, Radio Rebel won prom Queen. Because we just saw, we are all Radio Rebel. We're all Radio Rebel. So I was really hoping she was gonna crown. do the mean girls know, and like break it in half. Break it up, um throw it in the crowd. a piece for Gretchen Wieners. Yeah, and, for and so she goes, but I think this crown should go to someone
0: who medically needs it. Who <laughs> it. I <don't> literally <laughs> have it written in my notes. I think Stacy medically needs this. But crown. she goes,
1: but I didn't really think I heard her say that it yet. So she holds the like she gets real close to her and she goes, So, Stacy and Stacey goes, I am Radio Rebel. And hey, then and Daddy Ryan gingerly puts the crown on her head and she goes and you've never looked more beautiful than you do tonight that dress that your hair you've never looked, and I go are they about to kiss right now? They were an inch from each other's face. And I was like, I like this. More okay. so than I liked whatever happened with Gavin five minutes later. It just
0: read to me as, like, live your fantasy of crushing those beneath you under your boot. Because I, it's insane that it's like, this has been your dream all along to be on a pedestal. She gets a crown. No, I don't care. Um, Gavin gets up on stage. Cammy's like, all right, let's get a song from the one and only Gavin, formerly of the G's, whatever his last name is, I don't care. And He does
1: a song about being yourself?
0: He does, but what is he said before the song, Emma, he says, this song goes out to a very special girl who has given the voice to so many of us and isn't, wasn't afraid, and isn't afraid to ask a dancing sandwich for help. And Emma and oh I looked God. at each other <laughs> and we're like, how did he know about the dancing sandwich thing? He wasn't around. That's weird. I and then
1: I say, was he the dancing sandwich?
0: And I was like, why would he be the dancing sandwich? I forgot about this. Why would he be the dancing sandwich? That's so weird. Weird. And then he does this song about being yourself. There were yourself. no
1: clues that it would be him.
0: It, no. Because, <laughs> like, Emma and I said, there's a part earlier on we mentioned where it's like, we need to practice tonight. If she, when she goes, I have dinner, if he had just gone, I have an after-school job, that's all the setup you
1: need. But he said, ask a dancing sandwich. And I looked at Luke, and I was like, he wasn't the dancing sandwich right
0: and i was like what would that add to the narrative <laughs>
1: like why would that that's like i I, look and i literally was like, say the we dancing were both like no 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 they would have explained that more
0: that's like you could have said that the dancing sandwich was jean-claude van Damme when he showed up <laughs> out of nowhere it Adds the exact same amount to the narrative she
1: but i was like have, they would they would have made that make more sense.
0: And he does his song and then he goes down into the crowd. And that's where she
1: does the weird bang acting yes. look up that got popular on TikTok yes. as well, where she's staring at him and making like eyes, at him, which it also makes her look constipated. It's yeah. not any different than her shy face. Then he comes up he to her. He comes up
0: to her and then she's like, I can't believe you were the dancing sandwich. And she's like, why didn't you tell anybody that you knew I was Radio Rebel? Because you helped me leave the studio. And he's like, because it was your secret.
1: Luke then got up and actually kicked over I a kicked small... Over stool. I <laughs> kicked
0: over a stool. I kicked
1: over a stool. It was on carpet. No one was hurt. But he did kick over a small ottoman stool that was in our living room because he was so frustrated with what had just come to fruition before our eyes.
0: The facts. that Debbie Ryan looked at that man in the eyes and said, I can't believe you were the dancing sandwich.
1: <laughs> and that was the Sixth Sense plot twist of this movie that had no narrative purpose <laughs> luke's gone gone silent <laughs> and i can't stop laughing i can't stop laughing also and the then song he is in, her on the cheek
0: yeah the song is also really bad <laughs> I, we didn't i didn't hit that <laughs> so
1: fly is so much better
0: yeah he, it's just about so, being yourself he knew she was radio rebel for a very long time didn't matter Just didn't matter.
1: Didn't matter. Nothing matters. (laughs) And then...
0: They kiss on... He has to kiss her on the cheek.
1: And they dance, but not even a slow dance. A weird, fast dance. Yeah, well, they all dance.
0: Like, Audrey is dancing, and one of the Barry, Larry, is dancing (laughs) with Kim. And then Stacy's dancing with Gabe, who I thought was an asshole, but I guess he gets a girl. I don't know. They're
1: both assholes. They deserve each other. Yeah,
0: so are Barry and Larry. (laughs) They're not, but I just...
1: (laughs) This is a real no one to root for situation. I wasn't really rooting for anyone.
0: I was rooting for death. (laughs) <laughs> the slow crawl of death.
1: I was rooting for that dancing sandwich until he started dancing.
0: Yeah. So that's that's Radio Rebel. Don't watch it.
1: Don't watch it. Don't, don't do don't. it. This is you, all th- you, you might, need. You we, might, got, we gave you, might, you everything. You
0: might think it's a funny TikTok. It's not. It's not worth it. It's not worth your time. Guys, I know we all have a lot of time on our hands right now. It's not. You have so many better things.
1: You have a life.
0: What would you rate it, Emma? Oh, wait. Quick final thoughts. It blows massive
1: chunks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was telling this to Emma.
1: Quick final final thought yeah this was horrible it was bad. but i actually have not left this hard recording an episode in a while just because this was this is wild to talk about made the craziest choices that i've seen a movie make in the long in a long mm-hmm. time yeah it took us like two hours to get broken. through it because we i kept feel, bro- pausing I feel it.
0: broken as a man i but so my final thought i was telling this down after we watched it which is, is- there a tagline I don't care. I like, I thought I should look one up and then I said I don't want to devote any more time to this film. Also, we're running long, so we're not going to do taglines. I told the to Emma is that it's funny how in the past, whenever we do an anniversary episode, the episode, we, the movie we do after tends to be kind of a bad one. Like we did Poof Point and Dad Nap, which are some of the worst movies we've watched. And then for this year's one after our anniversary, I picked a Den Brother, which was pretty not great. But it was nowhere near as bad as other ones, and I was disappointed. And then I think fate decided to just hit me square in the balls on this one, and said, "Well, you're doing this bad one before your next anniversary." So yeah, this was one of the worst ones you have ever watched. Yeah. It's in the it's in the top three easily. Of worst it's ones, it's awful. Ever watched. What would you rate it?
1: I would rate it a two point five.
0: Two flat two. Two no point five. five. No five.
1: That point five is really only for that one no joke.
0: No five. Two point <laughs> five, or For the
1: bullet choke and DJ Dancing Sandwich. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Some of these movies, guys, they just come into my the head. Two. They come into my head. And then the next day, looks like, remember that thing? And I'm like, what? That's gone. That's That was there barely even as I was recording the podcast. I don't even remember what happened in Miracle Lane 2, whatever we just watched. Whatever the hell. <laughs> right that. on track. I don't, even, see, I don't even remember the name of it. It's gone. I will never forget what happened here tonight. I will never forget... DJ Dancing Sandwich. He will wi- be with me for better or for worse as long as I show up. That's
0: like saying you will never forget where you were on 9-11. <laughs> I, I
1: I didn't say that it was a good thing but I'm saying I will not forget DJ Dancing Sandwich. No. I will not. He yeah, will so not saying, ever You're me. saying
0: never forget but not in like a always remember in that.
1: Not like, like a remember the album yeah, though, Like But, but, but like a remember
0: what happened here. you. Yeah, remember, today. Like remember the evil that occurred here. Yes. Like,
1: our past can help inform our future.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure.
1: We can't make the same mistakes twice.
0: Yeah, so that's going to do it for us this month, everybody. I just can't anymore, so I'm going to throw it to Emma. And Emma, please lift my spirit by telling us about the hopefully brighter spot in our future for our anniversary.
1: Well, for our anniversary, there's actually going to be multiple spots. Why? So, wait,
0: why so many spots?
1: Their spots are different.
0: Different colors? We make it true. Cheetah Girls, Cheetah gotta do what gotta do. Got the brains, got the power, and we speak the truth. We're from everywhere, all around the world, so you best respect the Cheetah Girls. Yes, that's right, everybody. To kick off season five, I think of D Comedy. At this point, we will be in celebrating our anniversary episode by watching the one, the only, uh, the Cheetah Girls. Something Emma I know has been, Emma, and a lot of you have been waiting for for a very long time.
1: Felt right.
0: It felt right. Felt like
1: we need a lift. Time. We, we need, need a list
0: We need a good. We need a good one. And I remember this being good. But yeah, so please check that out when it com- when it comes out in August. But we should check out now. Is by the time you hear this, you should check out our Twitter and you will see all the polls up for our annual tradition, the Decom Choice Awards, and you can have your voices heard by voting. Because in case you're new around here or don't remember, we each get a vote, and then the audience gets a vote collectively. Through Twitter polls. And so we will be, have the usual categories of best and worst parents, best and worst antagonists and protagonists, most superfluous characters, I guess, because god damn it, Larry and Barry broke me this, see, this time. (laughs) And I, that, that has to stay in. Um, best original song, all the hits. It's always a fun time. So check that out. Um, also check out audioentropy.com for all the great podcasts there. Um,
1: rate and review us on iTunes rate and review us
0: on iTunes, you can find me online at wildfire underscore king on Twitter at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler thank you everyone for supporting me there Emma people can find you at
1: at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram please tweet me your thoughts on DJ Dancing Sandwich and I will respond
0: please tweet on me your DJ Dancing Sandwich cosplay photos <laughs> I'm sure you all have them but as always you should find us on Twitter at dcomedypodcast give us a follow there become a loyalty comrade it's really nice to see you guys tweet about the show and to see you rate and review on iTunes Google Play Music whatever you got But thankfully, that's all for us this month, guys. We will see you in a new season. Well, we'll see you in the DCOM Choice Awards. But then we will see you in a new season and a brighter future for all of us. And
1: hopefully a new headspace. And hopefully... And our living room might have a new ottoman.
0: uh, Yeah, DCOMs forever.
1: Radio Rebel was awesome. As usual, reject the status quo is my new life motto. Mm. She's so
0: inspiring, so herself.
1: I wish I could be more like her. You should talk to your stepdad. What? Why?
0: Uh, he runs Slam FM, the biggest radio station in Seattle. Maybe he could give you an internship. That'd be a confidence booster, right?
1: Are you kidding me? He's been married to my mom for, what, two months? And <laughs> he probably thinks I'm a total step freak. I freak out when he asks what kind of cereal I want. Mm-hmm. I just wish I could talk to everyone the way I talk to you. I guess that's why you're my BFF? Um,
0: B F F T L E W E. Best friends for totally like ever, without exception. Catchy.